Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Episode 126 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on August 13th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. Carpe dentum, seize the teeth. (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Great party, Kevin. These tiny pickles are hilarious. (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and you are in more dire need of a blowjob than any white man in history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, blowjobs. Yeah. yeah, we got mm-hmm. tons to talk about this week. <laughs> we got week. tons of blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we are going to be talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Film Roulette. Then we're going to talk about Step Up. We're going to talk about the Punishment albums and roll for both of those for next week. We will talk about 90210 Oh Yeah Relay, where mm-hmm. all of us have been watching season one of 90210. I'm up this week, and then I think the next one is the finale that we'll all be watching. Oh, yeah? yeah. I, I, have, I feel like I haven't seen an episode in forever. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Um, and then we'll do TV cage match at the end of the episode. That's how we do the episodes, if oh, you've yeah. never listened before. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots and lots to talk about off the top. Yeah. So much to talk about. Um, before we get into the, the big news, obviously three big pieces of news. Yeah. I want to do one shout-out. Um, a listener, Gabriel Zek... I don't know if I'm saying your name right. He messaged us and, and said, you know, thanks for the podcast. I really, really enjoy listening to it. And, You're he, welcome. and he sent a, a link about 90210, which basically was talking about how all the music has been re- replaced on the uh, Netflix and DVD versions. Oh, has oh it? really? And sort of, and I'd kind of already, I think Matt Brown had mentioned that too to me. Oh, yeah. But yeah. yeah, and so it was kind of also, it was a very detailed article as well. So it was a little enlightening about, you know, I watched that sleepover episode where. Oh, they right. were all dancing along, and I was like, they were singing along to nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I would like to know what we've been missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I haven't really seen the no, show. No, no. It's all, it's all a sham now. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> it's all a but, sham one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, that was a really great uh, message, so thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And thank I you wanna... for wasting your time yeah. uh, <laughs> on our stupid show. Yeah. Uh, I've got something I want to uh, address, too, before we get into okay. stuff. Okay. Uh, my uh, luggage 
finally oh, is it came. Still not back. Okay. No, no, I finally got it. It only took about a week oh. for them to give me my fucking suitcase. <laughs> and <laughs> also, they were giant dicks about Huge it. Huge dicks about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I landed on the Sunday. My bags landed on Tuesday. Yeah. They gave them to me on Friday. Uh-huh. It's a like your plight with uh, Air Canada, with <laughs> shitty Air Canada, has like <laughs> started a revolution of people at the bar <laughs> just twittering on your behalf. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Oh. Free Greg Legros yeah. <laughs> from luggage. his luggage yeah. troubles. <laughs> Seriously. So I would just like to say, uh, fuck you, Air Canada. Yeah, oh. fuck you, Air Canada. Suck my balls. Because um, the flight itself was terrible. Uh, I was delayed two hours. When I got my first meal, it was a piece of bread with a different piece of bread inside of plastic <laughs> served with a spoon and a bag of salt. No butter. Just salt. <laughs> I don't know what the spoon is for. I require two pieces of bread, one very salty. <laughs> the funny thing was the uh, the bread that was in the plastic uh, wrap was the stale one. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We've pre-staled this I don't for know. you. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't want it to freshen up by accident. <laughs> so. Just in case that can happen. Yeah. yeah. We've sealed it in. So you mean you don't have button. to open this now and like blow on it until it crusts <laughs> up? <laughs> awesome. And, uh, and so the food, like, I mean, airline food is, it's like a cliche in jokes, how, yeah. you know, about airline food. Mm-hmm. But the, it's still the same. It's still the worst food anywhere. <laughs> but you didn't get food. You no, got I got two bread. pieces but of bread. But still, I feel like they're like, we know airplane food is supposed to be bad, but we just wanted to say, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Here's some. Yeah. <laughs> Every meal now is you, bread. Now you'll appreciate it more yeah. the next time <laughs> when we give you three pieces of bread. And two of them are still. Uh, <laughs> yeah, their bathrooms smell terrible. Yeah. Um, that's that's not their fault. Listen, Greg, hey, uh, I, okay, at the end of nine hours, I understand bathrooms are not going to smell good, but this was before the we everyone was even seated. Right. I had to pee, and I went in there, and it smelled worse than the uh, men's public washroom at the Detroit Greyhound station. Yeah, it's... You know, come on, give me a fucking <laughs> that break. That is a specific uh, I've been uh, to that Greyhound yeah. station a lot of times going to Chicago, and it uh, smells terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was worse, though. It was very uh, intense. Uh, anyway, part of what was holding me uh, uh, up you know, last week was without having my luggage is I didn't have everyone's gifts. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. guess what? I have your gifts oh, now. Oh, my God. But okay. I've already received my Fonzies. Fonzies. You got your Fonzies. I got, I got them so displayed cool. up on the... Yeah. Uh, and I've already received now, my half of a buzzed episode of podcasting. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we know anything about Dan Gorman, he likes cereal. Oh, my so God. So I brought some Greek cereal for you. I got some chocolate Choco balls. balls. <laughs> chocolate balls with a Z, no less. <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. This is amazing. Yep, Thank you so much. Tube-looking characters on there. Yeah, they're yeah. the balls. And yeah, I think the... Dan Gorman has a new nickname. Choco Balls. Choco Balls. Choco Balls. New recipe, actually. Choco Balls. The Choco Balls weren't very good before. Now they have a new recipe, apparently. Oh, yeah. Dan Gorman, this is all... You got your silly gift last week. This is his silly gift. This is your proper one. Oh, my God. That's Sapporo. It's very much like what we drank last time. Awesome. Different regions have different kinds of... Uh, Greek moonshine. Yeah, I got this one in Athens. Amazing, you know. So that, uh, thank that you. Moonshine, that was a tasty. Yeah, beverage. really, really nice. This yeah. is awesome. Uh, uh, and then uh, Casey, I was gonna get you uh, for taking care of my cat. I was gonna stop at the duty free and get a nice bottle of Jameson for sure. super cheap for you. However, then I ended up carrying home a bunch of moonshine for my father in law, and I was worried about how much alcohol I was carrying. 
So then I left Greece and the airport without getting you anything. So instead, I bought you a, a nice bottle of rum here. <laughs> hey, oh, crack so that is a, a nice bottle. Nice of rum. bottle of crack and rum. It's tasty. For this, thank uh, you very uh, much. I to give you guys oh my some gifts God. and thanks for doing stuff. I'm gonna yeah. eat choco balls every morning. Yeah, filled with moonshine. <laughs> filled. I can use moonshine instead of milk. <laughs> moonshine choco balls. Yeah. <laughs> That's your full name. David Gorman special. Pretty nice. Yeah. I'm gonna eat those and drink that while watching that Shrek musical again. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and just sobbing uncontrollably. So yeah. the box got a little smushed. That's I was fine. worried as because as my luggage was gone for so long. I'm like, they're, they're going to total my yeah. shit. And I was so angry when I landed and that my bags weren't there because you, you know travel for like 20 hours. You're yeah. a little yep. edgy. And I was like, I didn't know how angry you can get at an airport these days. I feel like the airport's a really touchy area. Yeah. No yelling allowed. But I, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, right. You know? But I, I was so angry. I was kind of like, I could spend a night in jail. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be totally okay worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh, what? And I'm, I'm going to punch a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go yeah, for just... it. And I wasn't going to use this bomb, but now I will. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm glad I brought it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, My old good. school dynamite styled <laughs> yeah, LCD yeah. clock bomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> My big spherical bomb yeah. with the little wick coming out of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Thanks so much. Yep. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. I'm going to get drunk on that rum. Yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is, and me is on this so tasty. tasty. It's really good. It's yeah. easy to drink a whole lot of it really fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Accept it. Yeah. yeah. All right. All well, right. let's stop laughing and okay. get sad first. Let's okay. get super yeah. sad. There's, there's sad. lots to get sad oh about. Oh, my God. Yeah. Three major things to get sad about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to? How? Which? What should we talk about first? Obviously, yeah, I don't want to well, go like least yeah, important. All right, let's important. rank these deaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, that's well, we did get morbid. three. It is the yeah. thing that celebrity yeah. deaths come in three. The first mm-hmm. one. Let's do them in all order. Right. Yeah, okay. the first one was uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Burns. Burns. Yeah, uh, who played Sally in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Definitely uh, the original, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's uh, yeah. I think she's a key. She was a key to why that movie is so. Oh good. my god! Because her performance in that movie is like. Fucking one of the most visceral yeah. performances oh my God, ever, yeah. like and 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 almost method, you know, in yeah. like that what she was going through on that set, like you fucking you look at that final scene, you're like, yeah. oh my god, that's not even acting anymore. Yeah, no, you're yeah, just like right? this. This woman has had enough of something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. She has three like there's just three moments that are so key to that movie working yeah. and scaring you so much. Definitely. It's the, for, you know, being trapped in the uh, in the room where they're trying to hit her with the hammer. Yeah. And, uh, and it just it's so. Her panic is so unnerving. And thinking about it, like we yeah. just we watched the movie again at the bar uh, uh, last week. Yeah, and uh, that that's a movie that will never sit right with me. Yeah, that's a movie yeah. that will always scare me and disturb me, and always yeah. feel like you know. There's lots of horror classics that you watch now, and you're like, oh, you know, you can pick things that date they date weird or whatever. Yeah. But like that movie will always be like. Like you're saying, like unnerving or sort yeah. of like askew, or it does like there's no one way that it makes you feel. You're, you're just like always oh, uncomfortable. Uh, it, like, always. it almost pushes you away. You're like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, ha- I hate that movie. <laughs> like, like I'll watch it, like because it's such an amazing movie. But when I'm watching it, I hate it. Yeah. Because it, like it feels like a snuff film. Like it's it mm-hmm. just like ah, d- like like I, I feel so much for these people, and I, normally I don't feel yeah. anything for anyone ever. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, oh yeah. god, it just I hate that movie and I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. So they really take their time with some things and then there's abruptness to others that really, you know, like going on to the meat hook. 
you and I were talking that, about yeah, that. Just that's, like, that's, there's no like, oh, is he gonna? Oh my God, look at that cutback where he just walks in and boom, she's yeah. on it. And it's just really, you're left with the consequence as opposed to some big foreshadowing or leading up to it happening. Yeah. It's just, it's going on. Yeah, and, and then, it's going on in front of you the whole time. Oh and you're just watching somebody deal with... Ah, yeah, I don't yeah. even ah, I don't want it fucking it makes my skin crawl yeah, thinking but about it. Ba- back with Marilyn Burns so the the uh, the hammer scene and of course the famous chase that goes on yeah. for fucking ever is so terrifying because of her screaming in it which is so believable. I yeah. mean I mean I guess I don't know if scream queen was a uh, a popular term at that point yet. I mean that pretty much came out of Jamie Lee Curtis and all of mm-hmm. that. But uh, it's so shrill and terrifying. It's the sound design of that whole sequence of the yeah. chainsaw and her and back and forth, and it's so fucking long. Yeah. And, and of course, the end shot, her in the back of that truck, that expression. Oh my god! I've never like I'd never seen a movie end like that yeah. where somebody survived and you're supposed to be like, "Yeah, you made it," and they're yeah. just like, "But it's just like, ruined." Yeah, yeah. that this, person this, is old. Like person, they survived. This person dead. didn't survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you bananas. see a lot of movies that copied that later i don't know if yeah. tourist trap came out after it but it has a very similar ending where it's sure. like somebody's very unnerved and 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 are changed by something yeah but 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 this was the one where you fuck like yeah like her performance there in that scene you're like yeah like they had like 24 hour shoots of of scenes and yeah, stuff yeah, just yeah. like an insane hot crazy time and yeah. this is just like her breaking like literally yeah. mentally being like i'm done yeah <laughs> and it's on camera and it's on in the scene and you're just like yeah. holy shit so great yeah, yeah. that movie so wouldn't work yeah. Toby Hooper. Yeah. it wouldn't if if it was somebody else yeah it wouldn't necessarily work yeah yeah yeah, she was great. And then just nothing. And then, yeah, not really anything after that, which is just a bummer. Which feels like a choice. Like, I mean, I feel maybe, like she should yeah, have at least... Maybe she had a shitty agent. Maybe she... I don't yeah, know, but, but at the much. same time, like, even when there was, like, that whole... Well, I don't want to say resurgence, but, like, you know how it, it became, like, a thing to have, you know, Linnea Quigley or to have yeah. she someone... She was in uh, that... I think she was Danielle in the Matthew Harris. McConaughey yeah, one. Yeah, right. That horrible Matthew McConaughey oh, one. Really? Oh, really? Oh, really? appearance in that one. I hated that She's in one movie. of the... I feel... I'm almost certain it's that one. What a terrible movie that is. Next Ugh. Generation is or never. Gross. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> anyway. So that's a shame. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, she'll always, she'll, she's immortalized as one of yeah. you know, that, that That movie will live on forever and ever because it is the fucking greatest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people who are immortalized with a large body of work as opposed to just one, uh, Manaham Gold. Uh, Golan. Golan, sorry. He yeah. was Golden. Uh, also passed Golden, away at Golden, age 85, was he? 80? Yeah. 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 A little more like, because she, because uh, Marilyn Burns was. 60 something yeah 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 too, yeah. Young. too young yeah uh but uh not uh, to say oh he was uh 83 yeah, yeah. <laughs> good written about time <laughs> yeah uh yeah Manaham golden obviously of golden and globus yeah, canon, canon films everything you watched in the 80s had mm-hmm. that seal of approval yeah. yeah anytime i saw canon films or a golden and globus presents i was like I'm all in. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um this is gonna there was a, a standard of quality <laughs> yeah yeah and there's uh there was a lot of pieces that came out in the there was like one in the New York Times or the New York Post, I'm not sure which it was, but but they were the one thing that I, I liked that they that they they highlighted was about like how his early career had like these crazy sort of like socially conscious, politically mm-hmm. charged films before they got into that stuff. Yeah. And I li- also like to think like when you think about canon films and the explosions and the action and stuff, but there was like a time where they were also putting out, you know, like fucking Runaway Train was nominated for yeah. an Academy Award. Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, there's something to be said about being able to do both sides. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and knowing what your audience is. Yeah. Like they, they figured it out what people wanted for action movies throughout the yeah. 80s and just delivered and delivered and delivered. <laughs> again and, and delivered. again and yeah. again. 
then. Yeah, and it, I ate it up, man. I ate yeah. it up like crazy. I still love that shit. To the point where now, if there's an action movie if that's any good, it's because it's aping what they did in yeah, the Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the movies that I've enjoyed the most recently of action films have been movies where I'd be like, yeah, you could put that like on a tape and put a Cannon's logo in front of it and be like, yeah, like what the yeah, White House, not White House Down, but the other one. Uh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> what? Why do I always want to call it Apocalypse Now? <laughs> why? <laughs> Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. <laughs> like I, that's a pretty fun, that's terrible movie. But movies. like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, dub yeah. that movie to a tape, put some grain on it, yeah, and yeah. Put Canon was that Peter logo. Weller uh, uh, Shakedown movie? Was that canon? I think so. That a total canon feel yeah. to it. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Been. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just, and all. The, I mean, they they brought back Death Wish, Death Wish series. Yeah. With and Death Wish three, I think. Rammed that down our throats until we were like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and he tried, they, they tried to do the Apple, which was that like it was. Um, just after Rocky Horror, and they were trying to do like a camp value oh, like yeah, musical yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty funny movie to watch. Right <laughs> yeah, and just they didn't care, like or not didn't care, but weren't uh, like we only do this. Yeah, like they really opened it up and like would gave, gave gave a lot of people a shot to do things that you wouldn't be able to normally do. Yeah, with the larger studios because totally. it was just like fuck it, we'll put it out, man. Let's get it out there. Let's see what sticks to the wall. You know, fucking who fuck gives a it. shit? Fuck it, we're yeah. going in Globus. Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> you like ninjas? Here's a hundred movies of ninjas. <laughs> One of these is bound to be watchable. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that was one. That was a death that I w- that w- was sort of like out of nowhere, just because yeah. not, not one of those names that I mean I think of Canon films all the time, but yeah, I'm not yeah. constantly. But he's not in the like, public eye. Yeah, I'm not yeah, like yeah. what's he up to right now? Yeah. yeah so yeah. when it happened, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. Go take a look at if you're not really sure if you've seen a lot of Golan and Globus films. Yeah. Just look him up on Wikipedia or IMDb and check yeah. out the filmography, and the, you'll the, have your mind blown. Yeah, and the Canon films Wikipedia is actually one of the more like awesomely readable ones where they get yeah. into sort of like what was going on behind the scenes when they were you know spending money on stuff that wasn't for the movie you yeah, know and yeah. <laughs> going broke with uh, the Superman 4 and mm-hmm. and all the stuff that goes on behind when like the end of it for is sure. super fascinating and Absolutely. obviously will lend itself to that documentary uh-huh. you know, Electric Boogaloo that's coming out I'm so excited to see that oh yeah yeah very cool um, and then obviously the big news that happened yeah. on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday? This is Tuesday. Last yeah. Monday. Monday. Monday night. Uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got this text as my dance movie was about to start. So oh, really? not as not as bad as <laughs> no. the uh, MCA, MCA and Avengers, Avengers combo. Right, right. But I was like, oh, I guess I got to try and enjoy this dance movie now. Like yeah. this is a bummer thing to get a text from. Yeah. Like I I don't want to overstate you know my my feelings on it or anything because I didn't know him and and no. I don't tend to have a lot of feelings for uh, 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 for the death of people that I don't know. You know, oh well, that's sad because this person's body of work has ended and it, yeah. But in this case, I don't know. There's something to it that that really is just like upsetting. Yeah, it, yeah. it hit me in a much more extreme way than I would have. That's anticipated. what you were saying. Yeah, and uh, I was. I agree. I you know I I I haven't been a big fan of the later work no you know so maybe that was part of it or you know I went back on some stuff that I used to like when I was young yeah and it didn't affect me the same way but at the same time he was such a massive part of my youth that that's uh, a thing in I, a lot of different stages to me it feels like when John Candy died yeah um like like one of these things that was from the safety of my childhood yeah Yeah, for sure you know like like from when my childhood when nothing could hurt me and everything was funny yeah Yeah. uh uh, one of those staples of that 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 he could die by his own hand 
because he was sad. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that, that's mm-hmm. not to, you know, oversimplify or anything, but I mean, that that's, uh, that's terrifying. I yeah. Think, yeah. To, to my inner child. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, I, I felt like, yeah, there was the, like, I don't also don't want to like overstate and stuff, but yeah, like at different points, like yeah his movies had a lot of impact yeah like mm-hmm. when when i was in high school and one hour photo came out which i haven't revisited recently but i loved at the time yeah, that i've been meaning to revisit we, yeah. we just you, talked about it yeah, was yeah. it last a couple week? episodes yeah, yeah i think yeah. so um and because i remember i like i loved that when it came out because it was such a turn for him and mm-hmm. that was actually the, the first time i ever wrote a movie review like that wasn't <laughs> i am dan b or whatever like <laughs> i had like a thing in school where i was like oh i'm gonna do a movie review i want to see this one hour photo movie and it was like i went to the movie theater like took notes and just like remember that as like a fond thing where it was like yeah, yeah this movie is going to be a part of kind of like what i remember about growing up mm-hmm. i mean jumanji too and aladdin obviously and stuff like that from my childhood yeah i like jumanji i like it's jumanji got too. problems but i've seen it but a it's lot fun. of times it's hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah david Allen greer is excellent in that movie yeah um i mean i started i think mork and mindy was my intro to him i watched that fucking tv show obsessively when yeah I was a me kid. too i think and then shortly thereafter was when i really got interested in stand-up comedy and obviously yeah you know, he's he was yeah my family my... We, we used to rent uh you know we'd rent a movie uh my fa- family was huge into to stand-up comedy we used to rent a movie every saturday night make yeah. pizza and watch yeah it. yeah um and uh and we would always rent as soon as a new comic relief came out. Oh God, yeah. Uh, we would rent the new comic relief, <laughs> yeah. and, and That's he awesome. he was such a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Him yeah, and Billy Crystal and yeah. Woody Goldberg, and like they were just like, uh, I don't know. It was just this. The, well, it was the age of comedy for me. Like, yeah. like yeah. sort of like the dawning of what what comedy oh, was. For and sure, like, and he definitely stood out in that because he was not like anything. No, the way he approached it, you know. Yeah, his, his physicality. His delivery, obviously the speed and all the voices and, yeah. the, and the changes, you know, uh, all of that stuff was, I, I liked all of those comics then, but particularly when I was young, when Comic Relief was happening, yeah. he was, he was the reason. Oh, yeah. I watched, you know? Yeah. Well, f- well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have anything else to say yeah. uh, uh, about I, it because I just, I'm weirdly affected by it and I don't want to, you know, th- there's been a lot of, uh, on, on Facebook, like a lot of this. I, I don't know sentiment. I'm I'm uncomfortable with mm-hmm. uh, as a result of it. I don't know, I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah, about it, but sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Weird. I yeah, and I just think like what you were saying about his stand up and stuff like that. I, I there's the idea that this guy that's like who's who's talking about like cocaine and stuff and is so like kind of a comic for adults is like so affected so many children. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Like <laughs> well, it was that's so childlike. That we've stated on the show before. Yeah. You know what that, I mean? Uh, people on cocaine are great for kids. Yeah, and it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of stuff that I've seen about people talking about his stand-up has been really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just such a bummer. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah. Just yeah. a bummer. Um, yeah, I don't know. He just I, I, I spent a lot of a lot of my growing up years and into adult years uh, loving everything he did. I don't know. Yeah. Not everything, yeah. but I had things that were yeah, it, moving from more community to comedy to the movies, which uh, for quite a while were really great, and I was massively, massively, massively obsessed with The Fisher King for a very long time. Yeah. Oh, why? Why not? It's I saw that movie. I saw that movie, movie five times in the theater. <laughs> That's I did live next to a multiplex, and it was like there were yeah. two dollar matinees. So it was really, <laughs> I did. Why not? I did Easy live in a showing <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, for a part day of the now, reason, but, but uh, I still absolutely adore that movie, and I started watching it last night. It was very uh, kind of hard to. Actually. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 
Totally. Um, he was a rare guy for being able to jump from that kind of manic comedy to obviously the accomplished and yeah. award-winning dramatic actor that he became. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so someone on Twitter that made it made uh, like a made a thing where they were just saying like, yeah, oh, I didn't know he was in that in quotes, and then was like us for like a couple weeks. You're like like people as for a few weeks are just mm-hmm. going to be doing that. Like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. like like I was saying last night, like dead again. Like he's mm-hmm. pretty low in the billing of that, but when he shows he's up, got the it's best like, scene in that movie, so yeah, good, the best yeah. scene in that movie. So and that's not because he's dead no i'll still <laughs> tell you the things that i don't like that he did oh There's yeah a bunch of crap but definitely i don't know he's the best part of that movie i will say this and and uh, you know i don't want to derive any sort of humor or anything from this but i feel weirdly justified now that i teared up at the end of bicentennial <laughs> man <laughs> well, i don't know why i feel that way yeah. but i do it's somehow <laughs> validated or no yeah uh, well and i me. and and i do did think that it was kind of weird like obviously this happens when anyone dies but like how quickly like entertainment news sites get those like top 10 Rob William moments or like top like Rob William quotes or whatever and it's just like like they were there like after I got home from the movie like uh, like three or four hours later just like come on man you know like (laughs) you're already mining this thing for clicks for a a couple of days before we start making lists serious (laughs) yeah anyway my list (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) our audio Uh list is a whole different thing yeah I would also uh, just if you haven't seen it yet I don't think either of you have seen it uh, insomnia is a good example of his later career work. oh the uh get, the thriller uh, yeah no i saw it in theater oh, good for you yeah, Chris yeah I, I still haven't seen yeah, it check i it. was it's, so up for that movie because i appreciate yeah movie. i was so, like waiting for that movie because it was chris mm-hmm. nolan and and i'd seen like yeah. um obviously memento and and following and was just right. fucking right ready for that movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely anyway, one to check yeah. out very sad sweet super bummer yeah, yeah. real sad Anyway, um, well, and then I guess uh, now we'll get into the itty tidbit yeah. committee. Itty bitty tidbit committee. Yeah, yeah. Let's get our tidbits out, guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have too much. You, are you Casey, you saw a bunch, right? <laughs> I got, got a couple got, tidbits. Yeah. I got okay. Some shit. You got some stuff. I got some fucking shit. I have over like here. one, but other than that, yeah. Okay. I uh, I caught up on um, on a movie. That uh, that you guys were like, guys do the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that like sounds me. That sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> like me. yeah. you were uh, doing me. So I I watched uh, the trip the other night. Yeah. Oh fucking a man. Yeah yeah. That's um uh, that well that's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. That is a great fucking movie. Yes. It's not as. No, I'm not going to say it's not as funny as I thought it would be. It's funny in different ways than yeah, I thought yeah. it would yeah. be. And honestly, I felt like um. Well, I understood its place in the overall kind of arc of the film. I didn't feel like the ending was necessary. I didn't feel like the pro-family, uh, boo, boo being a successful loner uh, ending if was you, all that necessary. Right. The, uh, that is because that what you watch, the movie, is the series condensed. Uh, yeah. So if you watch the six episodes mm. that make up that movie, there's a little more... Of an arc to it? Yeah. Right. Uh, there's more emphasis put on Steve Coogan's separation from his family and stuff like that, that as opposed they, to some scattered stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like they didn't hit that home enough for it to be a poignant ending. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't. it, it didn't bother me or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and I could Very watch charming. the two of them, Michael Caine off. Uh, oh yeah, forever. <laughs> there are so many things like like, and, and the great thing about it is that Rob Brydon is not that great at impressions. <laughs> like he's pretty good at them, but they're just more funny than anything. Uh, like yeah, like it's just it's because he's genuinely engaging that yeah. makes him yeah. so great. I can't wait for uh, the trip to Italy. No, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, totally it's out this week. I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I also watched. Uh, uh, a movie that is uh, one of the best movies of all time, perhaps. Uh, the one that I've already seen? Yes. Yeah. Because I saw this. Showgirls. The one that I've seen a lot. <laughs> the one I've seen backwards, forwards, in slow motion. <laughs> uh, you know what, guys? That's not actually that bad a movie. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, oh, you I know, hate that. I hate I, fucking people do that. There's a book written about that. Yeah, I, hope, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I prefer the TBS Superstation cut where they CGI'd uh, bras over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt that. But the nipples were detracting. <laughs> um, uh, I watched uh, the movie You're Next. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, my God. That movie so is good, good, right? Yeah. And it starts so out, fun. and I'm like, I don't see why this is that great. Like, it's it's fine. It's, you know, but it's like the the setup is pretty, pretty standard. standard yeah. and, and it's like, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it just In the gets, most fun way. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. It's just a hugely entertaining film. It is so bonkers yeah. by the end of it. But it's it's so bonkers and so much fun and so crazy. And it's almost crazy in the in the same ways that I loved Cheap Thrills. Yeah, um, I can see that. But it, it is quite a different movie. I don't know. I don't want to talk about too no, much. I, I just want to tell people, please see this movie if yeah. you haven't. It's so much fun. It's just, yeah, like you said, it's a, f- a fairly sort of standard setup, and it and it like obviously the actors that are all in it are kind of stars of the smaller screen, yeah. like the indie mumblecore stars yeah. with like Eli Roth's in there a little bit, and and uh, some other people. Eli Roth is in or it. Or no, sorry, Ty West. Oh, Ty West. Sorry. Is in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and then and uh, like wh- Joe Swanberg yeah. is in it. And but uh, where it goes, well, probably one of the most uh, memorable quote unquote final girls. Like, like because I don't know if she subscribes is, like so hard harshly to like the rules of of whatever the final girl is. But, I don't think but this she, movie relies on rules or anything. No, it's not like as formulaic as you might think it from just seeing the cover of like an animal mask and stuff. But like her character and and where it goes is just so fucking awesome yeah uh, like like i <laughs> i don't yeah I, I i don't know i don't want to talk about yeah. it. like uh, i'll just say of her character throughout the whole movie i was like i want this i want fucking i want a franchise of yeah, this character because yeah. she is bad ass yeah um yeah I, totally. I saw your message that how much you loved it and i was mm-hmm. like i wonder if that's on netflix and then i got an email notification from netflix that said your next is now on netflix fucking <laughs> <laughs> a man yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i watched it on uh on i think uh uh Netherlands or something like that okay. but yeah I guess it's, yeah, it's right on. I think it's on Canada now yeah um, uh-huh. so good fucking watch that and yep. then finally I watched uh, um, the new David newest David Gordon uh, I yeah. guess uh, Prince Avalanche I've been oh, meaning right, to right. watch this it's so fucking good, you guys. It yeah. is so fuck. I'm not always the biggest Emile Hirsch fan. Sure. Emile Hirsch is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Judd Hirsch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm the hugest Judge Hirsch fan. Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Judge Judy. Yeah. Are we playing a game? I don't understand what game we're playing. Uh, um, uh, Judy Garland. Uh, <laughs> I think you won, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, it's oh man, super charming. Just a super fucking yeah, charming. It's that. based on a uh, an Icelandic film. Um, 
Uh, I don't want to say too much. It, it it relies solely on on two performances, Paul yeah. Rudd and Emile Hirsch, and they're both fucking excellent. Yeah, check that movie. Yeah, out. so go watch that movie. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a movie. I would like oh. to tell you boys about. What did you think? Oh, I boy. saw a 1984 Stephen Frears movie called The Hit. Oh, uh, uh who's in this? Uh, Terrence Stamp. Uh, a very very young Tim Roth actually I think it's his first screen role oh wow John Hurt and um, a woman named Laura Del Sol uh, this movie is fucking amazing yeah I had never heard of it I know ne- I just got on a list when I was flipping through uh, trying to find something to watch and I was I was like I want to watch like an 80s crime movie I, th- I wanted to watch something like Shakedown honestly but, yeah uh, <laughs> and uh, I started. I just got it lost in a little like uh, internet swirl, and I wound up reading about this movie, which is not like that at all. No, uh, it's Stephen Frears, and it's about uh, sounds awesome. Terrence Stamp plays a, a like a driver, a criminal driver, for a, a mob in uh, in England, and he just he turns tail and turns everyone in because they get busted, and so he's the he just rats everybody out and then disappears to uh, South America and then it, the movie starts up 10 years after he's done that and uh, John Hurt's been sent to, to find him and kill him and to bring him back to the people he's crossed and, yeah. and so it's just it's basically a road trip with him in the back seat with uh, with uh, John Hurt and his uh, henchman young Tim Roth and uh, it's I don't know how to talk about this movie without really saying too much because yeah. it is very dialogue based it's very performance based Turner yeah. Stamp is fucking ridiculously good in this he's, he's, he's so great, great. he's so oh great I could watch him in anything yeah. this is a major major vehicle for him where it's just like this movie rides on just like just watch Terrence Stamp do this yeah. <laughs> and did you ever see The Limey I felt oh, The oh, was very much the yeah. same way I watched Absolutely. The Limey pretty this fa- made me think recently. of The Limey actually the character is not the same at all yeah but it just like I don't know, um, maybe the sort of feeling of crime and how I don't know. Anyway, uh, I can't say enough good things about this movie. The way characters have twists and turns, they aren't major ones, but when they do happen, they're of uh, major importance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see this movie immediately. The Hit by Stephen Frears, nineteen eighty four. It's one of the. It's a lost classic. Yeah, I cannot believe this. Nineteen eighty four. Not right. What is going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds so, awesome. I couldn't recommend this movie. I gotta more. check I that fucking out. Loved it, loved it. Yeah, man. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else? I oh. I watched one real quick. Um, I not to cut you off. <laughs> no, no, no. I just you watched it real quick. I watched yeah. one real quick. I was like one point five speed on my PlayStation. <laughs> okay. <They're> like, <laughs> <laughs> I liked it because the voices were yeah. high. Yeah. No, I I bought a uh, Blu-ray recently. I, I've been... Uh, every once in a while, I'll go into HMV, which is hilarious because uh-huh. it's HMV and it's 2014. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Feels like you're in like, a weird graveyard I, or yeah. something, doesn't it? Yeah, we, we were walking by. We had some time to kill downtown. We were walking by an HMV, and I was like, oh, we should go into HMV. And I was like, then Wait, I was like no. well, why? Yeah. Um, but there's one in the mall, and... and, and Oftentimes I can get Blu-rays there from like Scream Factory, which put out all the awesome horror movies, uh, mm-hmm. and and so sometimes they'll be about as much money as it would cost me to order them off Amazon anyway. So if I'm thinking of buying a movie, I'll go check there and see if I can get it for fifteen bucks instead of fifteen bucks plus shipping and handling. Right. Yeah. So I've got um, the Beast Within. Uh, oh yeah, right. Which I wrote a piece for on Modern Superior, so mm-hmm. I won't talk about it too much. Mm-hmm. But it's the uh, screenwriting debut of Tom Holland, mm-hmm. who did uh, Fright Night. And uh, some other movies, obviously, Ch- Child's Play and a bunch of others. Yeah. Um, and this movie is so um, 
so not a, a good movie, but no, interesting but anyway. Of, yeah, I, I own it on VHS. Yeah. Uh, have, have you watched it? Yeah, okay. I have. I, I saw it when I was a teenager. Yeah. Because of the famous... You know, this. Uh, if you, I don't. What is it? The last half an hour. You're yes. Gonna, you yeah. Know, the, you're gonna, the marketing. You're like, gonna yeah. shit all over yourself. <laughs> yeah. <or something. laughs> the mar. The marketing is like, yeah. If you can watch the last half an hour without covering your eyes or screaming or something. Yeah. yeah they really push the last. One of those crazy, weird, weirdly phrased things like yeah. the only thing scarier than the first eighty minutes is the last ten. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no, no. That, what's that? Which movie is it that says the only thing scarier than the last ten minutes or the first eighty? I'm like, yeah. So it's not as good at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying the ending is disappointing. There is a movie that does that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So is it Suspiria or something? I don't be. know. Anyway. This movie is amazing right up until it's not. <laughs> it, it might be a yeah, it might be a merely trailer. pretty good at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I so yeah, I, I was definitely intrigued by it and it has that fucking awesome cover. Yeah. If you get the the one with the like the, the silhouette. Dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. Yeah, and that's what's on the Blu-ray because okay, good, uh, good. Scream Factory does the thing where they put the original and then you can flip it over and get like a new one. Yeah, okay. Um but yeah, yeah that, it, that one's perfect. It though, has yeah, like a really um dark like kind of scary setup too it's about yeah. like a woman who is assaulted in the woods by something and she's impregnated and then the 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 child grows up and at some point starts to have these health problems and it's right. like oh fuck like this is crazy and they're kind of trying to cover up what happened when she got assaulted and mm-hmm. and it's really kind of like the opening is really uncomfortable in that kind of early 80s exploitation yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i i've always yeah grouped this with extra yeah, I was oh. thinking about extra when yeah, I was watching yeah. it because it kind of has is that it like that unpleasant. Um, not as it doesn't have gory. Rose, uh, a, a full man birth. No, <laughs> like extra. Oh, but that's the most horrific scene. Oh my god, I've ever seen. I like seeing at the cool. bar so when you have that on and people are like drinking beers and then extra is playing and then everyone's like and it goes silent and like why is this happening on the screen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the disgusting. worst. Oh. Yeah. yeah Especially it, without context. Like, no. <laughs> it's, it's they just look up oh, and it's boy. happening. Did a bunch of blackberry jam just come out of that lady's leg? <laughs> oh, 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 no. But anyway, <laughs> to, put a, to put a cap on Beast Within, it's so uneven, <laughs> but it's very interesting to see like a it major studio. Yeah. It should also be mentioned. Trying that, to do this kind of thing. Uh, next year, Tom Holland is remaking it. Yeah. That was weird. It. Is that, yeah. that going to happen? I don't know. That's what IMDb yeah. told me, and I tend to believe whatever they tell me yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah i would be interested because i could i could potentially see it working it, it's just it's too uneven and the direction's not great but there's yeah, something yeah. there you yeah. can tell a good solid story there, yeah i think it's it's got the uh the ingredients totally so check out the review on modern and and, and go watch the movie see what yeah. you think mm-hmm. yeah i wanted to uh, just super briefly uh say that uh the day after we recorded um Last week, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, right. yeah. and it's my favorite Marvel movie, and it's probably one of my favorite movies ever now, and <laughs> so it's good. the fucking best. Yep. And uh, I know that uh, the very last thing, which I'm not going to spoil, even though everybody knows about it, yeah. I know that wasn't like you know leading to anything or anything, but God damn it, I wish it was. <laughs> yeah. I, think uh, it, I think it'd be fun. Oh my yeah. God, I would watch the tits off that. Yeah. yeah. I if would want to know what. I would watch the duck tits off that. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you want to know what the spoiler thing was, I was on Mamo last week. Yeah. You yes. spoiled the shit Let's talk about it. that because that <laughs> was amazing. Yeah. Was I, I was like feeling super tired. Like I'm going to get to bed today before 10 p.m. kind of feeling. I'm like about to get into bed. My phone, like uh, my iPod, uh, sorry, my uh, podcast application like gave me a notification. There was a new uh, episode and it was Mamo. It was like, Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan, Craig's on Mamo. Yeah, Craig's on Mamo. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> one of your favorite people on one of your favorite podcasts. And I was like, I'm staying up for the next 45 minutes and listening to this because it and and it fucking it was so good. It, it was, was a such a great episode. Yeah. Those guys are great. Not just a... because I know all of you guys, just mm. because like to hear you guys nerd out about like the stuff that even I like I don't know about because it's just. Yeah, it was just so engrossing of a conversation. We talked about. I've, we were just talking about how. Uh, you how guys well... should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mamola grow. Yeah. <laughs> Mam grow. Mam yeah, grow. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we were talking about how weirdly successful, like Space Marvel is is you know turning out to be. Whereas, like the real anchor of what made yeah. Marvel successful through the eighties and nineties was not all of the shit that's doing really well now. Particularly yeah, the space stuff. And I mentioned the Inhumans because mm-hmm. I was like, it would be something like silly if yes. they did something like that. No. And <laughs> now they are. They're fast tracking the Inhumans. Yeah, which oh, is yeah. insane. I read that. Their lead guy I can't talk, or he'll kill everything. <laughs> that's their lead character. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of narration. Yeah. He's got yeah. he's got his supersonic voice. It's a, like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, very strange. They'll have to do narration, right? They'll, I don't know what they'll do. He doesn't talk. Like, they'll he, get uh, Ryan Gosling to play him. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he'll be the strong. That is silent, what they'll do. Yeah, strong yeah. silent type. I heard some rumor about Vin Diesel being in that too oh, because yeah. his face wasn't in it. Anyway. Let's, you know, let's yeah. leave the movies alone for now and move on to different movies. <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about movies anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. No, so we, de- uh, definitely listen to that Mammo episode if you are listening to this. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. They're a great gentleman. Yeah. Very intelligent. Should uh, should we, is it, were we thinking about uh, From Roulette now? I'm thinking about it. Oh, man. Let's all think <laughs> about it while the theme song plays. <laughs> <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or the big major buzz about release. This week it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Greg and Casey went and saw that, but the loser has to go see something bad or if there's a dance movie out that week, (laughs) they'll go see a dance movie. (laughs) They have to see something bad or Or a a dance dance movie. (laughs) Which is a lot like rolling the dice. Uh, So I went and saw Step Up All In and then Casey last week was the loser, so he made us listen to an album by from first to last and uh-huh. I get to give these guys an album to listen to for the rest of the week and we roll for movies that's how we do it uh-huh, that's how um, we do it you guys as I mentioned Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> Uh, the best review of I saw that I saw of this film on Letterboxd was "No Ninja, No Ninja, No," <laughs> uh, uh, which was, good. I laughed heartily at. But I'm excited yeah. to hear about what you guys think. Jonathan Liebesman. Yeah. How do you say his name? I don't know. Like that. Yeah. yeah that's going that. Uh, I he, wouldn't worry. I wouldn't this. worry about saying his name too much. No. no. He directed this. May not uh, come up again. <laughs> starring Megan Fox and Will Arnett. IMDb describes the plot as a group of mutated warriors face off against an evil kingpin who wants to take over New York. Sure. And I described the plot as... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you loved it. You mm. liked it? Yeah, uh, that's his positive fart Yeah. Noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, oh, that's was, why I jumped yeah. to conclusion. I know his farts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends, right? This is like uh, sabotage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know when he drops ass. <laughs> oh, God, that, I find that distasteful. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, anyway, not too much about this movie. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It just sucks for an you hour give me and some fucking more. 90 minutes Man, or however. I did not like this. No. no. I don't just, Okay. Now, I don't have any, uh, you know, emotional interest in the Ninja Turtles. I, I missed the boat on that thing. It didn't happen for me. No. Never was a fan. 
I'm not like a not a fan, but I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have anything invested in Ninja Turtles. Um, I have read the uh, original comics, the Eastman yeah. and Laird stuff, before yeah. it got all cowabunga and pizza, and that mm-hmm. shit's actually pretty cool. It is. Now, so for I a started movie, out reading those comics. Yeah, they're they're all right, man. Uh, for a movie to work, here's what I think. Because this is so boring. So terribly boring. It's extremely boring oh, the whole boy. time. It felt fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was shorter than the movie that I saw. Yeah, it right? felt longer than it felt longer than than Guardians of the Galaxy and it's like a good yeah. 20 minute shorter. For sure. Um and yeah, okay. So if if this okay, you two ways of doing this to make it work. You either go strip away all the kitty stuff and make it like the original comics before there was cowabunga, yeah. before there was pizza and silliness and make it kind of dirty. Or no one will buy that. So the other thing you have to do is you. This has to go full retard, completely. Oh, I very much feel it did. I don't. No, 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 no. I mean, I. You got to get all of the characters in there from the cartoon. You need Bebop and Rockstead. Yeah. You need that brain guy inside of the yeah, fleshy Krang. human robot. <laughs> Kang, Krang, Krang. What a Krang. Yeah. Get that fucking guy in there. And I don't know why. Why is it so hard to put Shredder on screen? And make him cool because yeah. they didn't again. Again, they made it all shitty. wasn't very good in the '90s, and it was crappy again now. And he just looks like a transformer. Okay. Yeah, and fights like one. And it was just like that was boring to watch. Yeah. Well, all of the fight scenes are Ninja Turtles fighting Shredder, and everybody's CGI'd, so it's not impressive. No, not, it's not at like, all. Like, oh, like it's there's there's nothing impressive about two cartoons fighting each other. Yeah, totally. And get, just get everybody in there. There's Throw. also nothing impressive about Megan Fox oh, anymore. Oh, man, does she suck? Yeah. She just fucking sucks with her weird-ass face. Oh, my God. At the end, she attempts to smile. <laughs> it's the scariest thing <laughs> in the whole movie. Um, uh, so does man. this movie, because from the trailers, it looked like it was going to try and be gritty, but that it was also going to be sort of silly, like well, kid yeah. stuff. Does it, uh, it, do it does, does, no, does try for both of them. Yeah. I feel like it just doesn't have any confidence in what it is. That's yeah. what it came across as. Like, they were afraid to be Ninja Turtley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like they were, like, I feel like they tried to capture, like, the spe- the kind of, like, total party dude spirit mm-hmm. of the uh, of the Ninja Turtles, but try to update that. So it kind of feels like when we're at the bar and there's kind of three or four uh, 20-year-olds and mm-hmm. they're sitting around trying to make each other laugh because they think they're funny. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're making these sort of like half-assed cultural references at each other, uh-huh. and they're like, uh, uh, like, like it's like, okay, uh, you haven't made a strong choice here, which yeah. is why you're not being funny right now. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was like yeah, everything about it was so grating. Yeah, yeah, uh, just fully unpleasant, and like, you know, in uh, uh, Fast Six or Furious Six. Uh, that, how long the runway was. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was kind of charming and hilarious. Yeah. Well, this is them sliding down a mountain scene that takes, I don't know, an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was just like, I don't understand the physics of this scene anymore. <laughs> At all. And also, I was like, why are they sliding it on a fucking mountain? Yeah, they're turtles. They're not like... <laughs> yeah, like, well, what does this have? It has nothing to do with anything other than somebody was like, it would be super cool if they were sliding down a mountain on their shell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Fuck yeah. this movie. Yeah, like, real piece of shit. And, and and the thing is, I'm sitting here getting all sort of vitriolic about it, but uh, I also just don't care. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, up until... I liked the Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. Like That, that yeah. was a thing for me, but yeah. I was just like, no, I knew this yeah. was going to suck. It's, yeah. it, it's... I mean, I watched the cartoon here and there, and I had um, an extremely frustrating NES game. 
Oh uh, my god, the, the one, first one was so the bad. The first one where you 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 can't play with all four at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I have. Oh, that. I like that. There's game. that swimming all level. That, fuck that game, man. There's all kinds of shit in there that just doesn't yeah. physically the, work the right. The swimming just... level was the worst. You try to like, oh. swim through those little like buzz things. Yeah, like, yeah. Little yeah, weeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel too like I was good at that. Yeah, and the classic thing from the video game. And I'm not good at video games. True. Yeah. The video game nerd thing. you're pretty good. We're trying to jump over the gap, and it just turns out you have to just walk through it. Yeah, it looks like one of the classic. Why would you ever know that? Yeah. You can't. Anyway. This is not interesting to 65% of the people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is pretty interesting to our audience. Yeah, yeah. Somebody there is going, yeah. yeah. Dude, I know. Uh, yeah. you would, uh, every video game logic would suggest you have to jump over that yes, thing. And yeah. it's impossible. No. Awesome. Oh, so, a super so side a... note, the video game nerd movie is playing at the Royal this month. Oh, really? Yeah, I might have to try and check it out. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. right. Um, but, yeah, fuck that, that yeah. game. So I, I think know. that's what you have to do. If this is ever going to work again on screen, you've got to just get all of the characters well, that people like yeah. and make them fucking big did, and huge and ridiculous. Did you I guys mean, that, see I would the watch CGI that. one? Huh? Did you guys see the no, all I never CGI did. one that was just TMNT? No. Because I didn't either, and I'm wondering, like, did they try that with that one? and Because that was just a full-on CGI kids yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering. Maybe they tried it and it just mm. bombed. I don't think uh, Krang was in that either. I'm like, why won't they just, you know? Well, maybe now, because they're, ma- they're already greenlit the sequel. Yeah. Because this made a bunch of fucking money. Uh, maybe yeah, the- they'll amp it up because they're going to, they know they're going to have to compete with some Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. stuff like that. Sort of madness where there's like a whole shit ton of crazy fucking characters. You know, you got to get, what's uh, Casey, Casey, yeah. uh, Casey, Kasem? Casey, uh, <laughs> Casey Lions. Jones, Casey Jones in there. Yeah. Where's that guy? Get him in there. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just flipping through the, uh, cast list here of the, uh, TMNT one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's and weird. No, no Krang, no Bebop, no Rocksteady. Like but this. they did have Kevin Smith. Yeah. So. Okay. As diner cook. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Thank and God they got diner cook in there. Yeah. yeah. Classic, yeah. uh, He's, well, he's my favorite uh, villain. Return. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, make it, I don't know. There's a way to do this that I think people would like and I wouldn't hate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but but uh, this is doing really well. I don't really know what the fan reaction is. I know what the film critic reaction is, but I don't know what the, imp- uh, what the uh, reaction is to somebody who is younger than me and really grew up on this shit. Or really cares about the franchise? Is that are those people around anymore? I don't know. I read a I, someone on Instagram uh, who's like this girl that I sort of like peripherally know, uh, who's like uh, like a big socialite, and she's all like uh, up on all the latest trends, mm. and she loved the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. So all right, I don't trust. Yeah, her maybe people it, like this. Maybe it's good. Trash. I can't. How? I don't know. How? If you really like. I don't know. Maybe you really like the characters and you want to see them like I don't fucking know. With nostrils? Is <laughs> yeah, that, like, that, that was really, I hated their fucking retarded faces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't like how, like, one of them was, like, they all are of similar stature. Yeah. But in this, one of them is, like, weirdly skinny. And... Yeah, they really tried to, like, uh, I don't know. I didn't no, care for you it. You differentiate them because of their masks. That's the only way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did you guys stay for the crazy credits according to uh, No, I did not. No, I got the I just fuck got out. Yeah. After, Is there something? Yeah, after the credits start rolling, a short scene comes where Ralph and Mikey are jumping across the rooftops and they come upon a Victoria's Secret billboard. Some people oh, look their uh, way and they hide by covering the boobs while sinking into their shells. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. What? Oh, people fucking went nuts for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. The turtles are like boobs now. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, this movie sucks my balls. Yeah. 
Well, that's a teenage huge... titty titty turtles. <laughs> teenage titty teenage turtles. itty bitty titty <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bitty titty turtles. Um, oh, well, gross. oh, also, I don't know if this is part of the mythology, but now her dad. Oh no, this is not turtles? part of the thing. Yeah, where it, that was all just like everyone. I don't like it when they do that, where everything is so fully connected. Why, where, did, they, why did they have to do that? I don't, there's no need that April O'Neil's dad was like, working yeah. with Michael. Or, uh, Michael was uh, working uh, in the uh, lab. Night <laughs> 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 was working with uh, Shredder's apprentice, uh, William Fickner. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So they they the, the, so the bad guy used to work with April O'Neil's dad. Turns out he killed him. She had named all the turtles after the Renaissance painters okay. and, and Splinter, freed them when the, you know, so like it's all just a little, in this tiny little package that's not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just like none of it's necessary to move the story along or make it more interesting. It's just so fucking stupid. There's nothing interesting about the movie. Man, I hate mm-hmm. her stupid face. What's wrong she's, with her face? What'd you do to your face, idiot? Awful. <laughs> like literally, like it looks like like at the end, like there's this, and it's the only part in the whole movie where she smiles. I think, and she looks. Mm. First of all, it looks painful for her to smile. Yeah, and I think that's just because of her black black soul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, it just looks like like. Like her, somebody's standing behind her, stretching her skin out the back of yeah, her head. Yeah. Her to make plastic it appear surgery like was a poor, poor choice. Yeah, bad idea. not that it's ever really good. It's never been good. No, it's made some very pretty women very unattractive. Um. Well, I have no segue into stuff up all in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking for one. Right. Um. I went and saw the latest dance movie. If you're a longtime listener, you know that whenever a dance movie, 3D or not, comes out, we always pick them as the loser because these are That's movies right. that none of us would go see ever. Um. I can't remember what the first one we ever did was, but mostly it's been step up movies because they've made this is the fifth one, I believe. Yeah. Um. But there was also sort of like Battle of the World, or there was uh, Casey watched one at home that was a Bollywood one. Anybody can dance or something um yeah. that was arguably probably the best one we've, okay uh, yeah have seen. um i had some fun with the step up uh revolution one like like at that point the series was basically doing like a fast and the furious thing i think they even had like justin lynn and some other people like produce and possibly oh, direct really? some of them yeah, really yeah. yeah i think one, i don't think that one was directed <laughs> by by him but this one was produced by him um, but they kind of had this just sort of like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and the last one that I saw revolution was definitely just like crazy shots. It was like, you know, insane cinematography, super fast cutting and stuff. And I'll get to what this one does in a minute, but this one is directed by Trish C. Um, this is the first movie she's ever directed. Uh, mm-hmm. she did the choreography for that class that, um, not classic, but very viral. Okay. Go video where they were on the treadmills oh that yeah. one that went viral and she's been a music video director and choreographer ever since um imdb describes the plot of this movie as catch my breath all stars from the previous step up installments come together in glittering las vegas battling for a victory that could define their dreams and their careers um uh-huh. i had a fun time watching this movie you guys <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't say that i love this movie or anything but i had a great time watching it i don't it did not feel like 112 minutes uh, and and this movie's so stupid, and they're all all these movies are really stupid. But this movie's smart in the right ways, in that they've taken with like I said with this director Trish C, they've taken a step back. The last movie was very like people jumping, doing flips off cars, and like yep. things blowing up because it was all mob uh, like flash mob stuff. And this movie really like takes a step back and is and it is sort of like no. 
this is going to be a dance movie. It's like a crew-based dance movie. All of the stuff that's impressive makes you just go like, oh, neat. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, whoa, what a spectacle. It's like, oh, yeah. man, he flipped his hat in a cool way and then did a thing with his arms. and let, Like, it's all just sort of like, check out how cool dancing can be. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, like, right. it's not like, oh, look what we rigged up. He's doing a front flip off of a building and landing on something that's shooting a car somewhere. It's, it's just, just like people did doing you see cool this things. by yourself or Emma came with him. Oh, yeah. bummer. Uh, broke the rules. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, now I'm glad that she can't. Like, no, yeah. that I it know was, that it was enjoyable. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that you guys had a little date night. Yeah. And watched step a ball in. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so the plot is like. I'm going to step a ball in this movie. The, the mob from the previous, uh, from the previous movie. Um, are like in LA and they're trying to make it and the one guy's the leader and, and everyone else is sort of like disenfranchised and they decide you we're out of here so he starts like a new dance crew to go on this inter- not internet sorry go on this reality show called the Vortex which if you win the Vortex you get a like three year show in Las Vegas mm-hmm. so that's sort of like the stakes aren't like Oh, we got, like, in the last one, it was, like, someone's going to ruin our, like, waterfront, like, resident, like, where we all live, so we got to fucking, this is the end of our lives. We don't don't. dance great. Everybody gets cancer. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) everyone's going to die from the (laughs) dance-related outbreak. (laughs) But, like, the last- You've got dancer cancer. Yeah. (laughs) The last one was very, like, almost more 80s in in its plot line, where it's like, yeah, we're going to lose our house if we don't win the dance, but, which is stupid. But this one, like, there was a review on AV Club. This Ellie putting a microphone in front of a cat. Say something, Kitty. Do you like dancing, Kitty? Oh, you guys, no. he's so stupid. He's got nothing to say. <laughs> he's a stupid baby. No, but I've read this. Other people say this. There was a review on the AV Club where they just said, yeah, like, the stakes are kept to a point where you could actually, like, you know, it's basically about winning a dance competition. So there's no sort of, like, yeah, if we dance the best, they'll probably fucking win. There's, you know, like... <laughs> And and what this movie—that's the A to B on that. One. Yeah, and and what this movie does is is that by scaling back the big action sort of uh, dance scenes to something a little bit more just sort of wide angles, really low shots. They do that thing where people slide up to the camera in 3D a lot, which just fucking is great every yeah, time it happens. That's what you want, isn't it? Every like, time they put something up to the camera, I was like, yeah! Like they, throw, they, throw, like, they throw hats at you and glitter and, and sand and stuff, and I was just like, and more! that's just the movie. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today theater staff yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out it's over <laughs> sir you can't sleep here yeah no Kevin, right. we got sir. another guy trying to sleep in the theater get the bag of hats yeah. and glitter <laughs> <laughs> throw some hats and glitter at this asshole yeah you'll think he's still in the we're, movie we're gonna make him too fabulous to yeah. live <laughs> no well so 
this movie what it, what it does by scaling back the act the action or dancing to that sort of just like fun entertaining level and not too above the to- over the top is that all the stuff in between which are always the worst parts of these movies aren't as worse as they usually are because they actually fill in a lot of the in-between uh dance segments with like smaller dance segments which is interesting like some Mm -hmm. of the stuff is training and some of it's just like embedded within the plot of like the two characters just dancing instead of doing like a whole thing where it's dialogue because they're all bad actors they are sure they're not good actors right and and so it becomes kind of like like i I can see a lot of people are going to walk out of this movie that are like fans of these movies disappointed because it's not it's not crazier than the last right. but i was kind of like no you did maybe they won't yeah because i feel I hope like not. we've seen enough dance movies now that we can properly critique one and yeah. what makes a good one or a bad one and, and this I one is better than most it sounds all right. it's <laughs> yeah, fun we are gen- genuine we've fans seen them all. of dance movies yeah. now no and and it is and and actually i read that this movie was was uh rushed and there's scenes in this movie where you can totally tell there's things that didn't pull off the properly. dialogue really fast. Yeah, go, we gotta go. And I was like, it, I was like, dance. <laughs> I was like, is my PlayStation on 1.5 again? <laughs> no, but there's like a scene where they, they do like a, they have to do an audition tape and they shoot it in like a big, uh, the one guy works at like a warehouse or something and then they go and they shoot at the warehouse which is all of a sudden like lit up perfectly and amazing. Yeah. But they do a whole like dance there and there was, there's like a scene where they're ripping through a piece of paper kind of thing like to reveal a bunch of people and mm-hmm. it doesn't reveal them all and then they kind of like step out from behind it and you're like <laughs> oh, you're like oh, I feel like you just couldn't do that more than once because yeah, just yeah, is yeah. a lower budget. They only budget. had one piece of paper. Yeah. No, like literally I think that's what it was because <laughs> it rips and then two people are there and I was like that's not really aesthetically like I feel like there's there's room for three and then yeah. she kind of comes around and you're like oh you guys are just like rushed. She just forgot to come through the paper. No, just the paper didn't rip far enough. Oh, so it's uh, kind of like yeah yeah, we've th- that's it yeah, you right. know so there are scenes where the dancing isn't perfect but that almost kind of lent to it because then i was like yeah because this is real dancing it's n- like lots of wide shots you see everybody yeah um some of the the humor is really safe it's obviously these movies always try and be funny but i yeah. laughed at, there's a couple things that made me laugh pretty hard in this movie <laughs> as easy as the jokes were the obviously the common denominator jokes there's actually one subplot this will be one of the last things i get too in depth about but there's um a pop and lock guy on their team who does all the awesome pop and lock shit every time he's doing stuff i'm like yeah like super fun but (laughs) there's there yeah woo (laughs) i replaced all my explosion woos with like fun dance woos (laughs) Um, but there's there's a a sort of like silent subplot between him and a different like a rival team in the finale um, they have a like a pop and lock girl and there's this like really cute like silent romance between them where they're like popping and locking from afar and like pretending to give roses to each other and stuff mm-hmm. and I was like give me it was like the group give of me this a rose movie. yeah give me a rose 3D give me 3D a rose 3D me a rose yeah no but it was like almost, it was like the Groot of that movie I was just like whenever they were doing that I was like more of that that's yeah. cute like <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember Groot you guys yeah uh, like this movie's it's stupid um, it, it's just they they made a wise decision on how they structured and how they they stepped back from where the series was going and it's not a perfect movie i pretty much after this um review will forget most of the stuff that happened in this movie sure. right. i'll never think of it again but for like an hour and 45 minutes i was just like yeah, I'll never think of teenage mutant Ninja turtles again yeah. but at least i at least you had fun while you were yeah, there yeah definitely <laughs> yeah 
Like it, like it, it feels like I said the other movies kind of felt more like they were trying to be the '80s with those sort of like save the community plots. Yeah. And this one's a little bit less like that, but it felt more like like a canon '80s movie, like Break In or something, because the da- it was sort of just like it's just dancing. Let's just make it about dancing. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. just make it about like a big wide angle. It's always cool when people dance into the camera. We'll just fucking do that. Why does it have to be all chopped up and over the top? Just yeah. Yeah. And that was wise of them to do that. And I would be interested to see if they continue along that. There's a dance to like Bobby Brown, which is pretty sweet. Fucking a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why so not? Don't go out and see this. Like, if you are sort of the kind of person that would go see a dance movie, go see it in 3D. You'll have a fun time. It's stupid, but yeah. I mean, this isn't going to convince anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, good enough then. Sure. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um. An experience that wasn't so cheerful for me yeah, yeah. Uh, was our Punishment album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Casey, so why don't you talk a little bit about that? I gave you guys a Punishment album by a band whose name I don't remember. From, from first, first to last. last. Yeah, first to last. Uh, that had, uh, that I guess Skrillex is in. Yeah. yeah he's God, the lead, I he's hate. The, he's the lead singer fella in yep. this band. He sings? Yep. Yeah. He's I a hate saying his name. I hate <coughs> a- lending you could validity. Say his real name Sonny is Moore. Sonny Moore. Yeah. I'll stick with Skrillex. <laughs> uh, yeah, lead singer and uh, acoustic guitar. He was like really young when they made this. Uh, like I think he was like fifth, like 16 or so, like super young. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, Skrillex, uh, the album is called uh, Dear Diary, My, My Teen Angst has, a body, has a body Count. Which is from Which is Heathers. from a movie <laughs> everybody loves. <laughs> Except for you. <laughs> I think it's called... <laughs> Um, yeah, and you had no idea about anything. That I had was no on idea this. what this sounded like, other yeah. than I assumed that it sucked. Yeah, and I mentioned <laughs> on the last episode uh, that I had heard this album before. I, I did. I had listened to this a few times when it came out. Um, be- oh yeah, he be- was sixteen when he made this album. Yeah. So like that makes that makes a lot a of lot sense of sense <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lyrical sense. Yes. Um. No, I listened to this when it came out because it sort of um. It's so hard to justify why I listened to this when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, it, it kind of was coming from a bunch of different genres that I was getting into, and, and there were these acts that were trying to put it all together. Like, I was into sort of emo core and some of the stuff that came after it, and I was also getting big into post-hardcore and, like, Fugazi and, and the stuff that was coming out at in 2004 that was owing back to that mm-hmm. in term i mean this band has nothing that sounds like fugazi but in terms of like there was post hardcore going on and they were trying to do that sort of like we're also metal and we're also kind of post hardcore and we're also screamo and we're also like all that sort of weird i was just like i can it there was something in there where i where there was like an entry point yeah. from all these different genres but i didn't this wasn't an album that i listened to it was like yeah i love it or anything i was yeah. kind of like well this isn't for me it's kind of gross right. <laughs> yeah um, but I'm interested to hear what Greg has to say as someone coming into it blind. Um, I think it's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't like it at all. No. Um, there is a disturbing amount of pick slides on this album. Oh man, really? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but there's a lot of. Do you like, think that the guitarist like just learned how to do pick slides? 
I get, yeah, probably. Well, yeah, and <laughs> probably. I mean, these are young young dudes coming yeah, yeah. from like the punk scene, but also into emo and stuff. And that's just yeah, that's like the scene is just. I mean, it, it also has a lot of that like like at the time we would call them like chugs and reets because they go like chugga chugga reet reet. Oh, <laughs> I hate because from like certain <laughs> post hardcore bands that was all they were. You wait for like yeah. the breakdowns with the chugga chugga reet reet like yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, it has all that stuff, and the vocals are just like. It as just, strained and yeah. nasally as they can and just get. just like a screaming teenager rolling down a hill yeah. <laughs> bitching about his parents on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is your fault, Dad! <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good. You can sing for this band. Except oh. instead of bitching about his parents, it's just like or all like, of the uh, most Girls don't over- like me, or I don't know. Yeah. There's a bunch of that. What's that song, Emily? Emily. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. You should. Casey, I want you to listen to that song at some point. All right. I would love to hear Oh, you I would like to watch you listen to her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I yeah, I there's I didn't find anything redeeming about this. Uh, they made Skrillex sound better. Like, oh. I, I see why you quit this band to go do this piece of yeah, shit. There, yeah, there there were very, there were some moments where like guitar riffs and drumming on this album like reminded me of being into certain stuff around this era where I started to nod my head and then I was like, no, but this is fucking the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. it's really bad. It's just the worst. It's like a lot of sort of like super, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. And they're back now. Oh, they really? A new singer. And they're back together. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hooray. They got a new singer. Yeah, because Skrillex was the singer. Yeah. And he left to be Skrillex. Yeah. <laughs> the band broke up. I think they, they might have. together did last have... year with some new guy. I thought, did they, I, think, I know, because I know they put out stuff after this. And, oh, yeah, it was also with him. I was wondering if they, yeah. like, ditched him for a while. Yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah, Matt Good became the lead vocals, but right. not, I'm assuming not the Matt Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I hate this band. Yeah, they I were the worst. Album. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Yeah, there's really not much. There's to nothing say. to say. I could bear like except the. I can only bring up the Emily song because it's the only one that's. Like it's a, the one that's a little acoustic. bit different than the other ones because yeah. it's with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, and no pick slides or chicken weeks or chicken weeks. That is, by the way, my favorite cereal that you can eat. <laughs> chicken uh, Mom, did you buy chicken weeds? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh good lord! Yeah, what a piece of it's shit. T- it's terrible. It it really is. Yep. Yeah. There's, I'm there's, not surprised. Honestly, like hey. you, sh- you should listen. You should try and listen to a couple songs. Uh, I'm yeah, Emily, man. All right. No, I'm put put the album on and see how far you can get into yeah, it, yeah. and then right. skip to Emily because you yeah. should at least hear what the the like band stuff sounds like. It yeah. just sounds like a bunch of. Fucking yeah, terrible guys trying to do terrible, metal. terrible guys. Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> not very. Like, that's the best review. Terrible just guys, like a bunch of terrible guys. What? Well, completely apt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, well, uh, guys, can I just uh, stop everything for a second and um, uh, notice how cute Frank is? Oh my god, he crawled up on me. Yeah, yep. he is fucking totally loving you guys. Right yeah, here. Yep. that's totally. cute little cat right there. Wants to get in on the podcast and. Yeah, he likes it. Yeah, his own show coming up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got a show by Frank on Modern Superior Network. Yeah, just purring and uh, yeah, and yeah. occasionally shitting horribly, <laughs> <laughs> shitting like a man. Yeah, yeah. a human man, <laughs> like a very sick man. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, well, what are we listening to? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited. Oh. I'm really excited, and not for reasons that you need to be worried about, maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, I'm not sure. I don't know your tastes. So, 
I've been listening to um, a lot of a very specific artist right now. Um, pretty much the last uh, almost whole week, I've just been listening to nothing but this guy's output. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about Paul Simon? I oh. love Paul Simon. Okay. I fucking <laughs> love Paul Simon. Oh, yeah. Cool. Me too, you guys. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but, oh, dude, I'm totally into listening to Paul Simon. Yeah. For a week. So I I have been listening to this album a bunch because um so so I've known sort of the major albums from him. Obviously, Graceland. I I a couple years back fell in love with the Rhythm of the Saints, mm-hmm. and I actually think that album is better than Graceland. I know that's like not usually what no, people I say, but I I like that album more. Um, but and I and I toyed with the idea of giving you guys rhythm of the saints but I, i'm giving you this one because basically as of last week i'd never heard this one because it's kind of like the black sheep of his output um hearts and bones that song is uh i've never heard immediately that horrible and boring but then grows on you <laughs> yeah. yeah well so maybe I, the album's like that um so i've been listening to this album for a while and it is a very weird experience it, it's kind of one of those albums that people have now come around on even though it was a commercial failure right. it was supposed to be a simon and garfunkel album uh, at the time they were going to do a reunion album and he wrote all these songs but then just did it himself anyway uh, and so it, it, it is it, like psych yeah psych. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just put my name on it instead of both of ours <laughs> yeah. fuck you garfunkel yeah. one more time uh, <laughs> um but yeah so it's one of those albums like it's very because it's from the 80s um I think it's before Graceland and all that stuff. Um, so it was kind of like his low point. It didn't sell very well. And then it has that kind of 80s production that I don't like, especially uh, on the first few tracks. So my initial reaction was kind of like, I, I don't know how to think how I feel about this. And some of the songs are weird, but I've started to come around on it and I kind of want to have a discussion about sure. it. So this yeah. is my way of forcing that I'm upon us. That. Yeah, <laughs> right on. yeah. I'm and into it, that. Yeah. I'm Sweet. excited. Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard the Art, Gunf- Art Garfunkel album Breakaway? No, because I've also started listening to that, and I actually really like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I've been listening to a bunch of Simon and Garfunkel and Paul Simon. So, yeah, this is All my right. way of talking about it on the show. Uh huh. So yeah, listen to Hearts and Bones. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Don't think I won't. Okay, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, uh, uh, as far as best of albums go. There's a, a Paul Simon uh, anthology called Shining Like a National Guitar. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. It spans huh. his career in a really great way. Cool. Yeah. Because I've just been straight up listening to everyone. Like, I've now listened to them all. Yeah. Uh, as of today, I, I Cape Man? Did you of... listen to Cape Man? I listened to a little of Cape Man. <laughs> There's a song on a Bernadette that's fucking oh, yeah. one of his best songs. Yeah, definitely. But as an album. The rest no. of it is bullshit. And Surprise is... is where he did with uh, Brian Eno and some other yeah that one I'm kind of like yeah. I don't know how I feel but it sounds like U2 um, yeah but then this one Hearts and Bones he did some stuff with Philip, Philip Glass on it hmm. yeah just an evening alright <laughs> I'm excited about this yeah yeah me too because yeah. I don't know this album at all I mean I may know a song or two Like, give, just... some, give it some time as my recommendation mm-hmm. yeah cool cool yeah. sweet so we're gonna get to rolling now let's do it <laughs> Yeah, what are we rolling for, guys? Well, it, the Expendables three comes out this week. It's yeah. true. Uh huh. So we Obviously. have to do that. Yep. Not getting good preliminary reviews. Well, None I, of them have. No. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard some good stuff though. I heard like Word Burglar said it was great. 
Oh, did he? In all the right ways. Okay, well, then I'm fucking, I'm sold. Yeah, Yeah. and I've heard some other people just say, like, yeah, I mean, I think it's been getting reviewed well by people that love stupid action movies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love stupid action movies. I did like the first one. as do I. Uh, I thought the first one. I really like the first one. I really like the second one. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I didn't like the first one. I like the second one more. I think, I haven't seen the second one yet, so I'll have to watch it. Oh, really? No. It's a a little little more well-directed. Okay. Uh, and Van Damme's great as a bad guy. Yeah, I need to see that then. Because the first one was like, I really don't like it when people do this thing in movies where they start a movie with the intention of it for, in this case, being PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the last minute, turn around and be like, well, we'll add all the CGI blood and yeah. shoot some more swearing. Yeah. Because that first movie, it has no, it, it doesn't feel right because you're like yeah you started this movie making it one thing and then at the last minute so obviously it's gonna feel yeah. weird these right. aren't like thought about no but no that's why i love them yeah, yeah no but that pissed me out like the cgi blood in the first one i was just like fuck off yeah no i don't like cgi blood yeah i, I mean i that movie would be amazing if it was all practical i'm yeah. getting more and more everywhere. used to it i find Ugh, yeah that's too bad but you know but but my point is just like if you you know people were upset about horror movies being pg-13 for like a certain amount of time and it's like well the the problem isn't the rating. The problem is like forcing something into that box. And I yeah. feel like making a movie PG thirteen all the way through and then trying to force it into an R rated box is just as bad. Yep. So yeah, I just like you change the intention of something and you're like, well, oh, now it's just weird. Yeah, like CGI blood, fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, right. I'm oddly excited for this one just because uh, yeah. it's the trailer is effective. Yeah, it looks pretty well shaped for a. Uh, Piece of crap action movie. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the action looks nice. Definitely. And so, everyone's in it. Yeah. So Yeah, and in the um posters, like the bus ads and everything like that, uh I don't Wesley Snipes is starting to You turn off your mic? Never mind. There you go. Keep going. I think your your cord yeah. Go on. Oh, was my cord being a dick? I think so. Anyway, my whole point is I think that Wesley Snipes is turning into Alfre Woodard. That's my whole point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can continue. All right. Uh, what's this guy directed? Oh, I He don't. directed a movie called Red Hill. Mm, great. Uh, and that's it. And <laughs> Sounds I have good. not seen it. All right. Oh, and he's doing the, uh, the remake of The Raid, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, if this is really bad, then I'm going to be very yeah. more <laughs> worried uh, skeptical about that movie. <laughs> Let's do the raid without martial arts. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Well, that was the weakest part of yeah. the whole movie. Too much kicking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> too much. Uh, can we not talk about this for five minutes, guys? <laughs> but when, you, uh, when we're rolling for a movie with everybody in it. That's right. And yeah. there's no clear loser out in the theaters this week. Nope. Uh, we've got to go to uh, dig in the bins and find something that's comparable to a major uh, cast like this yeah. one. I'm big... thinking like we should get something with Norris in it. Yeah, maybe yeah. some uh, some Swayze. I would love some Swayze. Yeah, how about? Oh man, some... Swayze's great. And imagine him paired with Norris. Yeah, oh, man. And maybe some McQueen. Oh, McQueen. How can they be in the same movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Billy Drago. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. All right, I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> Why not? The the loser movie. The actual week. Drago. <laughs> the loser movie this, this week is Death Ring, which uh, the poster says. Norris, Swayze, McQueen, Drago. But that's Mike Norris, <laughs> Don Swayze, and Chad McQueen. Yeah. yeah. Mike Norris is Chuck Norris's son. Chad McQueen is Steve McQueen's son. And Don Swayze 
is Swayze's brother. Brother. Yes. Who looks like something's wrong with Swayze? He looks, he looks like, like a, a melted Swayze. Yeah. 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 I was saying he's like somebody who, like if somebody who could draw pretty good drew a picture of Patrick. Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. Like if an eighth <laughs> grader could sort of draw yeah. Patrick Swayze, but they drew it on like a piece of thick vinyl and left it out in the sun a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it warped a little. Yeah. Yeah. Death Ring from 1992. Oh man. That's, yeah. I'm super excited about this because I've yep. seen the cover so much just as a goofy thing to laugh at. I've yeah. never seen the movie. No. Survival isn't everything. It's the only thing. Oh, my God. With death, death Ring. Death ring. I death death ring. Ring. Okay, let's see what's <laughs> Casey's up. rolling. Expendables versus Death Ring. I don't know which I want to see more. <laughs> I feel like they're probably very yeah, similar rolling movies. for the same movie here. That's two. two. I'm, I'm oh fine my with God. that. I didn't roll on the bouncy uh, tiles last time when I was I fucked up. Yeah, roll the so one. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good, uh, not a good floor for you. That's uh, a two. two. I lose. No. Uh, yeah, in case uh, I rolled two, you still lose. Yeah. Well, another from first to last album's coming your way then. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, maybe. Yuck. Oh God damn it! I, I can't d- even describe to you how adorable this cat is. Yeah, I know. Sleep He's amazing. just like, uh, just hey, everybody, here. I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He I got to change up my got... rolling uh, technique. I need to get back on that get tile. Back on the bouncy tile. The tile bounces it. Yeah. Well, you've been in my way about it. Yeah, I know, but you're on a streak. You got a no-no going. No, I got a no-no going. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> a no roll. <laughs> yeah, no wins going on no. for you. Um, sweet. Well, now we got to get into some nine hundred two and oh yeah relay, right? Yeah. All right. I got to get some water for this because it's my turn. Uh huh. Oh man, so Casey had a, uh, a overly serious one recently. Yeah, no That's fun. Right. Yeah, in case you had no fun. Uh, so let me get up my notes here on this touchscreen laptop. It's like uh, minority yeah, quit report touching up my in laptop. Here. All right, let's do this. Mine was called April is the cruelest month, uh, <laughs> and you'll never guess who's in this. That's true, Matthew Perry. Oh, oh no, guest oh, spot. That Goodness. sounds awful. Yeah. Um, so it opens Could on. I be any more melodramatic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it opens on a uh, game of tennis. Matthew Perry's playing tennis, and Brandon is watching him, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he's like, <laughs> "I'm liking what I'm hearing." <laughs> yeah, uh, and and Matthew Perry is so good that his r- racket breaks while he's playing. Oh man! Just like doosh, 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 yeah. smash! Like oh, I'm that good. Yeah. Um, and Brandon's super impressed. On him being so great. I don't think either of them understand how tennis works. (laughs) No, I feel like that makes you bad at tennis. Yeah. And I feel like Brandon was just impressed because he's like, man, that guy can get mad. Yeah. I mean, I can get mad. But but not as mad as this guy. (laughs) This guy can rationally scream with that guy. Yeah. (laughs) And and so Brandon's like, you're so great. You have great marks and all this stuff. And I was like, what's Brandon doing here? And then I noticed that (laughs) he's- Trying to make Brenda jealous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See you, Brenda. <laughs> I have other interests. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I noticed that he has a pencil in in the like tucked behind his ear. Oh, I see. I was like, oh, I see. He's interviewing. Yeah. yeah, he's playing reporter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. So then we cut. That, that was the context clue for that. Yeah. That he had a pencil because he like takes it ear? out and he's like, st- I think he starts taking notes or something. I was like, oh, okay, he's trying to like he's asking him about it. so, like, yeah. yeah, it's not just like you're so great and have good marks and break tennis rackets. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> So then we cut to the school, and Brenda is all worried about the SATs and such, which is setting up the B-plot. Nothing too interesting there. Um, Brendan and Andrea are talking after that, and she's impressed about how Brandon has this interview lined up with Roger Azarian. That's Matthew Perry. Uh, So then there's a scene about that. Nothing too out of the ordinary. 
Um, I guess Brandon went out on his own to get this interview. Uh, so then Brandon goes to Steve and asks Steve about Roger. <laughs> um, and, Bra- and Steve's like, yeah, Roger's there and he's so cool and like seems like he's a big wheeler and dealer and all this other stuff. Just yeah. basically building up Matthew Perry's character uh, at the beginning of this episode. Then they go home. Mom's crunching some tax numbers. She's really upset about doing the taxes for some reason that uh-huh. we'll learn in a minute. Um, but then Brenda comes in and says that she has her SAT scores back. So um, she was worried about getting the score back earlier, and now she has it. It's it's uh, 1190, mm-hmm. and she's really interested to see Brandon's, but she can't because it's in a letter, and her mom won't let her open it or whatever. And so she, they're talking about that. Uh, Kelly um, and Donna are there, and Donna gets, like, really sad as soon as the uh, SATs come up, and she's like, I got to go. Because she's leaves. a dummy. Yeah, so we'll find out about more about that in a bit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I bet it's because she's a dummy. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, then Brandon goes to Roger Zarian, Matthew Perry's house, um, and sees that he has like a, like a cabinet of guns and Brandon sees them and kind of like makes note of them basically. And it's like, writes it down in his notebook. He draws a little gun. (laughs) (laughs) Gun. (laughs) All of his notes are visual notes. (laughs) Broken tennis racket. Gun. He writes, I'm a good reporter. (laughs) (laughs) Draws a picture of him with a pencil in his ear. (laughs) Um... So then we go back to the house and the mom's still stressing about taxes and the money's tight and how she has to handle all the money instead of the dad who's an accountant. She's like, why aren't you doing this? This is what you do. Yeah, that's not a bad question. Yeah. <laughs> work on his music. Man. I know. <laughs> He's got his conga Casio to get going. Um, so that's what's going on in the C plot, I guess. It doesn't really come up that often. Um, but now Brenda's still dying to know who did better on the SATs, her or Brandon. And then dad's the dad's like... Well, how about we like wager on it, like to the mom? He's just like, yeah. How about we put a bet on who did better, our daughter or our son? And the mom's oh, like, no, you bad, psycho. <laughs> <laughs> um, so more of a Brandon with uh, Azarian Matthew Perry. Um, he, uh, Matthew Perry won't let him record the interviews for some reason. He's like, I don't want you to record any of this. And Brandon's like, that's weird. And then Matthew Perry's dad comes home. And uh, mentioned something to Matthew Perry about how he mentioned his screenplay to someone at the at the country club, and and Brandon's like, "What are you?" The you dad a, screenplay no, or Matthew Perry uh, Azarians, and so he's like, "What? You have a screenplay?" And then <laughs> Matthew Perry's like, "Yeah, every busboy has a screenplay under his arm," and Brandon wants to see it, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna give it to him so Brandon can read his big Hollywood screenplay. Yeah. And I, at this point, I'm just like, I like where this is going. <laughs> this is going to be funny. And so Brandon goes home, and they all want to see his score on the SATs, and he opens it up, and it's 1190. It's also 1190. It's, Out of 100? Uh, it's the exact same as uh, Brenda's. Oh. So they tied. Brenda they are sees, twins. Yeah. Brenda sees the screenplay, and she tries to read it, and he's like, you can't read that. It's, it's Matthew Perry's, and I told him I wouldn't <laughs> let anyone see it, and then she just takes it. And then they go into her room and start doing a read through together. And I'm like, why are you allowing this and taking part in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, you can't see that. And she takes it. And then she's like, well, now you play him and I'll play the other characters. Go. And he, and he does. <laughs> well, I have always wanted to play him. So. Yeah. <laughs> so they start doing a read, read through and the script is like kind of close to Matthew Perry's life. It's like, he's obviously the main character and all this stuff. And we're getting these like flash, not flashbacks, but like flashes to the script being act- acted out by Matthew Perry and like other people. 
like they're it's like through, through <laughs> like a little Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they live in New York, and <laughs> <laughs> that's the screenplay. Um, so they're acting it out, and the character that Matthew Perry's playing in these sort of like dream sequences or script sequences is planning to kill his dad because he doesn't like his dad, and then tries to like have sex with this woman by like the pool, and she's like, "You can't kill your dad." And he's like, "Whatever, I'm gonna do it now." Whatever, should, mom. Now we should, <laughs> yeah, whatever, mom. Let's bone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, we'll do it in this like guest house where no one can hear us banging or something." And so make note of that. Um. Anyway, <laughs> done. Yeah. So. Kelly Let now me just draw a picture. Yeah, Kelly now has her score on the SATs, and it's good. And they wonder about where Donna is and why her scores haven't come in. And uh, Brenda then brings up the screenplay to Kelly and says, and uh, saying like, "This is a weird screenplay we got from Matthew Perry." And Kelly's like, "Well, I know Azarian a little too well." Wink, wink. Basically, we fucked. <laughs> got into the bone. Why I got, did she say that? I got into the bone zone with him, and it's like, oh, okay. And nothing really comes with that. <laughs> so they just say like by the way I boned him anyway. by the way I'm a little bit of a slut so the script uh, now is again okay so they're they're doing he's Brandon's reading the script again and uh, the, the the script describes the character inside that he's playing as fingering a gun seductively Ooh. which I had to make a note for because I was like that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> and he's like uh, I'm gonna kill my dad I'm gonna kill my dad and I'm script, totally basically. picturing him fingering, like, fingering the barrel of the gun <laughs> 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 I'm gonna kill my dad with this super clean fingered gun <laughs> um, so now Brandon wants to bury the interview but Andrea won't let him now that it's getting like interesting she's like what would you say if a kid wrote a script that was out of oh he was like what would you say if a kid wrote a script that was autobiographical and mentions killing his dad? And she's like, it's fine. It's a story. I'm like, okay, that seems not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now Kelly and Brenda, Brenda are, they find Donna and they're asking her about like, where are you going to go to college and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I got to go again. So thumbs up. Uh, then we cut to a test. Uh, there's a pop quiz in class. And Donna's really struggling with it. She won't, she can't start writing answers. She's trying to, and she's getting really upset. She's so stupid. And then yeah. uh, she runs out of class, pretending to have a contact in her eye to avoid taking the test. Uh, um, at which point... Uh, does it work? Yes, absolutely uh, works. And then we cut to... Good job, dummy. <laughs> Brandon. Maybe she's not so dumb after all. You know what she looks like? Yeah, I, thought, I used to say she looked like E.T. because her eyes are so yeah. wide apart. It's not that. She looks like Meathead from Meatballs. Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> I was waiting for the what the two. <laughs> yeah. look, look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brandon and Matthew Perry are talking again, and uh, Matthew Perry stresses that, uh, hey, man, there's a lot of real stuff in that script. Truth is stranger than fiction. Because <laughs> Brandon won't bring it up. He won't be like, are you going to kill your dad in real life? So there's just all these scenes where, where Azarian's like, yeah, man, you know, I got to write what I know. And, like, there's a lot of truth in that script. Truth is strange in the fiction, man. And Brandon's like, oh, fuck, he's going to kill him. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, spoiler alert this thing, but didn't his dad talk about the screenplay? He did, but but he's very, like, rich kid, like, I don't need you, dad. Like, I don't need your yeah, handouts. Hmm. Then, ostensibly, wouldn't the dad have read the screenplay? screenplay oh i showed your screenplay to these people the one of, i don't know maybe where you killed a, i think he's a <laughs> shitty dad 
Uh, that's part of the problem. I don't think he's a shitty. Oh, I'm proud of my son who wrote a screenplay. No, I'm. I'm yeah, su- it's about killing me. I'm suggesting that maybe he just didn't read it. He was just like, my son has a screenplay. Of it. I'll pass it on to someone. To that's make still this not go being away. a shitty dad. Yeah. Not necessarily. There's worse yeah. things. My dad's never shown my screenplay to anyone. But he showed it's it to not me even he was about like, killing. Look him. at what this idiot wrote. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. That's why I'm going to kill both of you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called The Day I Killed Dad and Greg. <laughs> and Greg. A requiem in three acts. Because <laughs> you're pretentious. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, so now uh, Brandon asks Dylan about his dad because he's like, hey, you have a rocky relationship with your dad. I should get some information from you. Like, would you ever kill your dad? Yeah. <laughs> By writing a movie about yeah. it? Yeah. And Dylan uh, says that when he was in a rough spot, Brandon and Brenda kept him from going the edge. Like, my friends kept me sane, man. So we got that going for us. Now Brenda sees Donna smoking cigarettes with sketch bags. Like, we haven't seen her in school. What's going on now? She's smoking with these sketch bags. She is. Oh, shit. Um, now we cut to a scene where Matthew Perry's with his therapist and he's talking with uh, the therapist and it's getting heated and more heated and more heated and then eventually he just yells out I wish you were dead is that what you want me to say there I said it about his dad right yeah which is such a it's a bizarre scene that just like that sounds like it was supposed to be a twist but that they no but it's just it's more like remember this guy could very well want to kill him in real life because he hates his dad. Like, mm-hmm. he's talking about his bad relationship with his dad, and it, it gets to that point. Right. Um, so then he goes home that night, enters silently. There's tense music abound. Oh, he takes a gun from the... F- <laughs> he's finger-banging his guns. He's finger-banging his guns. <laughs> I wrote down here because I was using my phone, takes a gun from the fun rack. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, guys? If I ever get crazy into guns or become a gun nut, I'm fully calling it my fun rack. rack. My thumb's meant to say gun rack. Uh, He loads it, and the dad's in his office, and he's like, is that you, son? And then Matthew Perry bursts in and shoots him a couple times. And then it's just Brandon reading the script. Uh Oh, I was going to say. Is that the twist of the end? No, this is just the the twist of of that scene. Oh, okay. Brandon's like, it's a good ending. The end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. He's like, get this movie made greenlit. <laughs> um, so then uh, he sees, Steve sees Azarian, Matthew Perry in the hall, and uh, mentions something about how he's got a great record and he's such a good dude or something, and Matthew Perry gets really upset. Uh, Donna, at this point, is still missing from school. Um, so Roger, Going Matthew... Back to space. Yeah, Matthew Perry and Brandon <laughs> are now in Roger's car, and Dylan pulls up with Brenda, and uh, Matthew Perry tries to, like, um, drag race Dylan and Brenda, and then they won't, so Dylan is just... Uh, no, sorry, so Roger's just like, and peels out anyway, and Dylan's like, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, now Brenda sees Donna in this like Fred Siegel store or something and shopping for clothes and she's super distant and Brenda's like what's going on and she won't say anything and uh, Brenda's talking about like I'm such an idiot I only got 320 math 320 verbal blah 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 or something no sorry that was uh, Kelly's like I'm an idiot I got a terrible score on my SATs I guess what my mom says is true that I better marry rich because I'm too stupid to take care of myself and Brenda like is super silent and it's like super serious she should write a movie about killing her mom yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and Brenda's just like oh 
And I'm like, how about you like talk to your friend and say you're not an idiot, like you're my friend. You, you, how about be a friend, Brenda? Mm-hmm. Not just like, yep, gonna be silent and confirm yeah. you're dumb. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much what she does. Wicked. Um, so good job, Brenda. Um, so now we get Roger. Uh, he continues. He's saying more. There's a lot of real stuff in that script. I'm gr- glad you like it, Brandon. Um, which is crazy. And uh, Brandon's like, "Is this really you? Are you thinking of doing this?" And and Matthew Perry's like, "Get real. I would never do that." So okay, he's finally approached it. Um, so now dad, um, Roger's dad has uh, Roger Matthew Perry's acceptance letter to Stanford, and he's like, "It feels a little light when he gets it in the mail." And applying, implying that he didn't get in, and then they open it and he didn't get in. And the dad's like super upset about it. And Roger is upset that the dad tried to bribe his son into school because basically in this scene it's revealed that uh, Matthew Perry's like, like didn't let the dad try to bribe him in. And the dad's like, we tried it your way and look what happened. You tried to legitimately apply to Stanford and you got fucking booted. So guess I wrote a screenplay about it. Yeah. I got it right here. <laughs> I'd like you to read it. <laughs> yeah. God, we, son, sometimes I think you're as stupid as Donna. Yeah. We only... <laughs> We we only communicate via screenplays in this family. <laughs> <laughs> write a screenplay about how you feel right now. <laughs> Get back to me. I just wrote a screenplay called "Come Down for Dinner, Son." Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh. Yeah. Roger's super upset. Brandon leaves because they're having that argument. So. Uh. Then. So then Roger goes and grabs a bag from his car and he has no. Sorry. Then Brandon's leaving and he starts snooting. Uh. Snooping through. <laughs> through roger's car and he's just like what can i find in here and he finds a gun so he's like oh shit just like straight up goes rummaging in his car yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um so then brandon calls andrea at the helpline and she's like you can't call me here because he just calls the (laughs) helpline she's like you're tying up the lines with legit shit and he's like oh you gotta help me with this thing yeah help me with my problem helpline no brandon (laughs) you're you can't because you're brandon yeah um so then he goes and talks to his dad and the dad's like uh sorry brandon goes and talks to his own dad and it's kind of like you should just talk to him like a friend you know ask him what's up and you know deal with him like a friend like a normal sane person dad is it normal for a guy to want to kill his dad (laughs) yeah i'm asking for a friend (laughs) so and then when his dad's like when his dad's like talk to him like a friend he's like you're right and then he goes and sneaks back and breaks and enters into the house at night (laughs) jesus um and then he's like thinking he remembers in the script how a guy in the script like gets a key from under the mat so then he goes and there's a key there and that's how he gets in and uh creeps around and nobody's there it's a very specific script yeah (laughs) um so then it cuts to the next day and he's still looking for roger uh, at school now not in the house (laughs) um but (laughs) okay good didn't spend the whole night in the house so then brenda is a reporter brenda um is now talking to Donna and says that she should get help with a guidance counselor. And so there's some stuff going on there. Roger's now not uh, anywhere to be found still. And then he goes to the, Brandon goes to the tennis uh, courts and, and the tennis instructor's like, he's not here, man. I don't know what. He never misses a tennis match. And there's no one's answering at, at, at Matthew Perry's house. So then he remembers from something from the script. And he's like, aha, I gotta go. Um, at which point we cut to Donna in, in the guidance counselor's room. And she's like, I just can't take tests. My brain overloads. I go blank, and uh, it's revealed that she may have a learning disability. And she's an alien. And uh, <laughs> and and the guidance counselor's like, "You're just tra- no, sorry." Donna's like, "You're just trying to find another name for stupid." I think I've seen her wear that hat. <laughs> oh yeah. Too. 
<laughs> showing everyone the pictures meatballs. of. It was just a picture of Tori's belly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Tor, uh, Kelly's like, you're just trying to find another name for, like, me being an idiot, but the guidance counselor's like, no, learning disability is a legit thing. You just, like, maybe you need some help with, like, taking tests. It's too stressful. Like, we can help you with that. And eventually she comes around on the the idea of, uh, of getting help. Um, then Brandon realizes the thing, the thing that he realized earlier before running away was that in the script they're like let's go bang in that guest house no one will hear us and he's like aha that must be where he is so he goes in there and finds him in the guest house and he's drinking alone with a gun shooting stuff as practice like shooting like bottles he's set up and stuff in the house yeah in the guest house sweet he's just wasted <laughs> and then it does uh, sound like fun yeah brandon's like i know you're angry at your dad but you can't kill him and matthew perry's like what are you talking about i'm not gonna kill him uh, I just can't top what he sets up for me, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, points the gun at his face. He's like, I'm going to kill myself. That's the big twist of the show is that I'm not going to kill my dad. The script is about killing a dad. I'm right. just going to kill myself. Um, and he's like trying to kill himself. Okay, because I thought the twist was that he was his own dad yeah, all yeah. along. <laughs> no, and he, and he uses both his hands like with a gun and holds it like really far away uh-huh. and goes like, opens his mouth like he's going to try and catch the bullet in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really bizarre. Like, he doesn't just go like, I'll put the gun in my mouth. He puts it really far away and then opens his mouth like, oh, God. <laughs> you guys, that Chandler is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Matthew Perry's awful here. He's like just a horrible actor in here. And, and uh, Brandon eventually, finally at the last minute, treats him like a friend. And he's like, I'm your friend. Like, you have me. Like, let's deal with this and and roger breaks down and and gives brandon the gun and uh they don't he doesn't kill himself in the end so that's good um obviously (laughs) donna well donna now has has um come right around on on this guidance counselor thing she's like there's a fancy name for what i have but at least i'm no dummy and starts talking about how she's gonna get into college now and all this stuff and i'm just like you guys really wrap that up like you do with every really serious topic like yeah learning disabilities and like dealing with that it's like super hard and you know it actually they try and tackle it a little bit like because i mean they've set up that she's a dummy like the whole series like we've made jokes about it and stuff but then when they reveal it it's kind of like oh well, now I kind of feel bad for ripping on her, <laughs> like because she just got like a, le- a legit yeah. problem. <laughs> oh God, I didn't know she was actually a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but but then yeah, at the end of the episode, it's like anyway, I talked to the guidance counselor, and I'm not a dummy anymore, and now I have help, and everything's perfect. Good, but we'll never mention this again. Like right. yeah, why would they take the one character trait away from her? She's got nothing now. But it's just like she didn't it's have anything before. <laughs> no, it's very apt of like guys. what the show does, right? Like it's just like you know they did a show about like date rape, and it's just like anyway, we called the cops, and all is well. Yeah. It's just like no, there's huge repercussions to these things that you guys yeah, are not yeah. dealing with. <laughs> Um, so then, um, Brandon offers Steve some tickets that he got from a friend to a sports thing that, um, happened earlier in the show. The Matthew Perry character was like, here, take these sports things when he was interviewing him. Uh, so then he's like, I got them from a friend. And Steve is like, that's amazing. And so Brandon goes and sees, uh, Roger in like the hospital and on his way, he sees Roger's dad and the dad thanks him and he's like we're both getting help and i was like well at least you've tied this up in a way that like is at least realistic that everybody yeah. needs help <clears throat> so then he goes into roger's uh hospital room and starts talking to him and roger's like hey man was life easier in minnesota than it is here or whatever and brandon's like listen man it was different and i'm not gonna write about all this stuff but uh 
Roger wants him to make to write the article anyway, and he's like, "This could help someone, maybe like what I've gone through," which is again like actually a pretty good way to wrap this plot line up. You're just like, yeah. "Yeah, people need to know about this." Um, so then Brandon's like, "Well, maybe we can watch that sports game together or whatever it was that he gave <laughs> tickets away from," and Roger's like, "I don't have the tickets. I gave them to you, and if you don't have them, I don't have a TV here in this hospital room." And then Brandon's like what are friends for and pulls out the tiniest portable TV out of his pocket, like a really old black and white portable one where the screen's the size of like a Game Boy. Yeah. And they put it on like the table like a mile away and <laughs> just like start watching it and that's the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> yes. What are friends for if not tiny, tiny televisions <laughs> in your pocket? Right. That's the terrible. End. Well, that sounds much more... Uh, interesting than the lot. There's a lot of stuff going. The stuff that is the most convoluted idea yeah. for a 90210. It was it was hilarious. All the stuff with the script and like the flashes of the script and stuff. It was fucking so funny. Yes, yeah, bizarre. You ha- it's, it's a good one if you if you are watching along. Uh, it's probably super funny, and we should you guys should check it out. It's pretty. It's it, it, he's a terrible actor. Yeah, and it makes it super funny. All right, even I'm though in, it's yeah. a super serious. Dad. Okay. Well, shit. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get into some TV Dad Cage Man. Yeah. I feel like we've been going for a long time here. I know, an hour and thirty nine. Holy shit! <clears throat> I holy I shit had a big coffee. Yeah, yeah. big coffee. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, uh, we got the band set up. Okay, the cat's gonna join in. Yep. In All right. Cat, in yeah. cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> song pretty good okay give me some dice oh yeah because we're gonna roll the dice to find out what kind of weapons the tv dads have we're killing tv dads all over the place in this segment two tv dads (laughs) go into thunderdome one of them dies there okay so this week we're the first uh, first match of round two yeah got uh, jason siever going up against stephen keaton that's growing pains of family ties respectively yeah uh jason siever of course played by alan thick uh let's roll and see what weapon he has in Thunderdome, he's got the whistle. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, grab that dice again, and now uh, Stephen Keaton's got special purpose. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, again. That's yeah. His, that's his thing. Hippie, I, hippie magic. I guess we'll have to use this hippie magic yeah. <laughs> to build another skyscraper. I don't know. Let's see. Okay, so... I feel like we established uh, under the smooth, condescending veneer of uh, uh, of uh, Jason Jace Seaver is the is a sadistic, yeah. beats the heart <laughs> a of a sociopath. Killer. Yeah, yeah, he's got a dark streak in him. That's why he's so calm, Mike. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, Stephen Keaton. He's a hippie. He's an architect. Looks better with a beard. Yeah, looks yeah. weird without. No, yeah, no shaving. Okay, so uh, what do we? Uh, what do we? Uh, which, what's he gonna do anything with the whistle? He's got a whistle. He's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think uh, goes on here, gentlemen? Uh, you got some pictures up over there to help I was you trying with your decision making. So I got Stephen Keaton. What's yep. the other one? Jason Seaver. Jason Seaver. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. How do you spell that? S S E A V E R. There we go. Show me that smile. Show me that smile. (laughs) 
What did we just watch? Didn't we watch a little clip of uh, of Growing Pains? Yeah, where and where Matthew Perry where Matthew dies. Perry dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, ooh. yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Is the universe telling us to kill, kill Matthew Perry? <laughs> right. A very special tell. episode. Yeah. yeah. See you next next Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> um. Right. So now we're in round two. These guys have been here before. Yeah. Uh, so what does Seaver have? Seaver's got the whistle. Got whistle. Whistle. And Keaton has... Special purpose. Special purpose. And he's the yeah. one that's... Jason Seaver's got a whistle and a dark past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is Seaver... Seaver's a psychopath that we, yeah, we, we well, defined. Yeah, we were like with that, yeah, cold calculated mind and his condescending nature. Yeah. yeah. He's got a real Hannibal Lecter. Okay, and the other guy's got a whistle. And hippie power. And hippie power. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the bell rings there in Thunderdome and he tries to play a hippie song on his... On his whistle? No, no, no. No, Seaver he doesn't has the have whistle. the whistle. Oh, has the, uh, Jason yeah. Seaver has the, wi- the, okay. the whistle. So he tries to play a, a psychopath song on his whistle. <laughs> he tries to play a crazy a song. Killer. Yeah, he tries to play a song to, that will that will make him go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Do, does that work? Like the most annoying. Can you do that on a whistle? Song sound ever, and it tries to. He's trying to like bug him out. Right. Yeah, and I think it does get under uh, Alex Pe- Oh no, not Alex Stephen Pe- Keaton. Stephen Keaton's uh, skin. Yeah, because he's bit. trying uh-huh. to be all hippie, but then the song starts to get to him, and he's like, oh, you "Stop that!" Like he starts to get angry. Yeah, which is uncharacteristically of his uh, nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when he, so he's angry, we got a but psycho I think song. It takes, I think that they were like some pretty, pretty uh, in the trenches hippies. So I, I think he shakes it off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think he. I don't think he lets it get to him ultimately. <laughs> no, no. I think he, it was almost gentle the way he murdered Mr. Drummond. Yeah. Yeah. Humane. Humane. The only way to kill an old man is with a, a skyscraper yeah. and rainbows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, all right. But I don't see uh, Stephen Keaton... Um, uh, Set up to get into this conversation. Yeah. 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 I don't see Stephen Keaton uh, initiating, though. Uh, no, absolutely not. Not that hippie. There's no way. Uh, I feel like defending himself is the only way he's going to get you know physical in this fight. Even though he's killed a man already, there's, yeah. you know, there's blood on his hands. Mm-hmm. He's still not wanting to you know really go forward and and you know actively seek out killing somebody. Yeah. Whereas I, Jason Seaver is like, I'll, excited. I'll kill a man. Yeah. <laughs> I've already done this. Man, I'm going to kill the neighbor. <laughs> he sounds like the dog from Davy and Goliath. Davy. Um, I don't know, Carol. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's see. So he is a psychiatrist. He's he's He can be emotionally and psychologically manipulative, I think. Yeah. And he can walk. Oh, he's got the whistle. Maybe he's going to try and he's going to, you know, try and sell it as like a peace whistle so he can get in close. So, you know, trying to appeal to that uh, sensitive nature of Stephen Keaton so he can get in, get right up close Stephen, to Stephen, <laughs> I've got a peace whistle. And <laughs> Stephen, he's like, yeah, all right, I'm interested. A keep, peace whistle. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, let's say he gets himself close enough to be within reaching distance of uh, Stephen Keaton. What do we see happening here? Uh, <sighs> uh, my immediate flash is that he just reaches, uh, like, like shoots his hand out and then just rips out uh, Stephen Keaton's throat. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's pretty good. That's that, that's all right. Or maybe like a good thumbs in the eyes kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. Th- yeah. yeah. Thumbs in the eyes is okay. But 
But I mean, I think that Stephen Keaton should at least get his hippie power. What can his hippie power do here? So well, we had well, him grow a flower, didn't we, or something? Or yeah, we had oh. to do something pretty crazy that one. Well, he yeah, yeah they, well, he made a, a building out of rainbows and sunshine yeah. and yeah. flowers and <laughs> the, the power of the hippie dream. Yeah, yeah. Now his other skills are architecture. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, okay, well, maybe he distracts him with his... We need, he should use his hippie power one time before we kill him. Yeah, okay, so so uh, Stephen, uh, or, or Jason Seaver has fully gouged out his eyes. Okay. Yeah, uh, like with his eyes. thumbs, shoved his thumbs yep, into... His, go for it. But then... Um, Stephen Keaton being an architect, he builds some new eyes. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> that he, I was gonna say that his hippie power uh, engages after he gets his eyes uh, gouged out, and like flowers start growing out of oh, his eyes. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think he's blind. So so, but he automatically but is like last ditch attempt. Yeah. able to really see. I, yeah, <laughs> no, he, that's what you makes don't need blind. eyes to really see. Yeah, that's his hippie uh, power. Yeah. So he can see what now he's now he's looking at the world through rose yeah, colored those who are ignorant to the eyes. world like <laughs> actual actual flowers actual growing rose. out of his yeah eye sockets okay so he's got flowers growing out of his eye sockets yeah. now which has given him the upper hand yeah and, uh, yeah. and as Seal says, he's trying to get a kiss from the rose. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Very nice. So okay. Jason Seaver leans in to get a kiss from the rose. <laughs> <laughs> if I understand At which point he slices him up with the rose uh, thorns. Oh. Uh, oh. 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 Yeah. So you know, every rose does have its thorn, and as he I've slices, told. That is throat. true. Yeah. Slits his throat with his rose eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like okay. this. A great deal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, come well, from behind. We all thought out. Stephen Keaton was going down, but no, no, no. He had his eyes gouged out, grew some roses, yeah. and then Slit. killed a man with the Seaver's yeah. throat with him. Yeah. Seaver bl- Let's Seaver bleed Okay, out. done. Yeah. Right, there you go, Stephen Keaton. I'm happy with this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next week. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, if I remember correctly, I don't have my phone in front of me because there's an adorable kitty sleeping on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Tim Taylor. From Home Improvement. Oh, no. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Going up against... <laughs> Here's a oh, terrible. <laughs> uh, TV's Patrick Duffy. Yeah. Frank oh. Lambert from Step by Step. Yeah. Awesome. That is the matchup for next week. Yep. Sweet. That yeah, is sweet. Listen, listen in next week to hear that. Okay. Uh, if you want more of us, go to modernsuperior.com, and you can uh, find more stuff there. You can get Word Burglar's show on there now. Two episodes are up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, so fucking good. Big it's hit. awesome. <laughs> big hit. Lots of people listening to that. Yes. There's uh Yeah, right out the gate. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. there's a new... Yep. Drink along with Jamie Dew. You can get the do-over as well. Lots of stuff up on there. A new Faculty of Horror episode yep. about slashers. Yeah, tons of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Go check that out and check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash synwpc yep. or go to twitter.com slash synwpc. Yeah, and check out Greg on Mammo. Yeah, yeah, check me out. Yeah, so good. Check me out. Check us out. Check us out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know you're probably thinking, oh, man, they didn't do King Ring. That's because we were talking about dead people this week. Yeah. We'll be back with the final installment of King Ring next yeah. week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Would have been too much for this week. Yeah, totally. Too much going on here. All right. Well, see you <clears> next <throat> Wednesday, Internet. Goodbye. Go and fuck Gene. <laughs> There's a ghost in the sea. This is the devil. They're dancing and stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Where's the shark book, buddy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shark joke. Let me check book. and see if I, I have knew it. something was wrong. Like, I don't know if I have There's it. There's something here for the end. You don't know if you have it. No. Are you? Let me check. Oh, shit. I got to look. Oh, I don't want to break this keyboard. I got it. I got it.
<laughs> oh, I don't want to break this keyboard. Killing me. Oh, nope. like, it's not there. No. Nope. Make up a I went to, joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it has to be good uh, uh, or racist. Yeah, yeah. Here, say, How does a shark knock, win knock. a boxing match? How? He fins. What? what? Goodbye. <laughs> That's about the quality of that joke, of that book. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, actually, that might have been a little better. Yeah. He's going to stay like this, I'm afraid. Uh, I'll get it. Okay. See you later, Internet. Bye. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.